today, tomorrow, forever. Hey there, heels and heaters. Welcome once again to your favorite professional wrestling podcast. The award-winning five-star reviewed number one Philly wrestling podcast. Okay. The Nuclear Heat Podcast. Okay. Get all of our greatness out there. Great job. Don't Uh, forget to remind everybody. I am COO, CEO, CBO, GM, executive producer, creative director, Cheap Heat, the villain, Constable Cass. And I am Rob, uh, unfortunately unable, Rob. With us, unable to be with us this week. Uh, Dick Guillotine is uh, on location somewhere else. Parts Secrets. unknown. Who knows where he is? Uh, well, but you have. I have it on good, good authority that. He may be auditioning at a certain large wrestling promotion. Oh, my goodness. First spot on the roster. CZW? Bigger. Bigger. Bigger than CZW. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess we'll hear all about that next he, week. He's no longer going to be an indie wrestler. Oh, good. That is good to know yeah. about it. Who knows which gimmick he'll go with? Everybody's favorite uncle. I'm rooting for Dick Guillotine. Uh, everyone's rooting for Dick Guillotine. Yeah. Ah, uh, aren't we all? Uh, Constable Cass, you want to tell the listeners what tasty adult beverage you are well, enjoying this week? Well, tonight I am drinking Almanac Beer Company's Barrel-Aged Raspberry Supernova. It's tart, refreshing, made with raw fruit. It is sour ale aged in oak barrels with raspberries. And, and it is an delicious. astronomically Juicy sour ale brewed with ripe summer raspberries and aged oak barrels to create a tart and refreshing sipper. And it is delicious. That sounds excellent. I'll have to try a taste of that mm-hmm. when we get a chance. Yeah, right. I myself I am, am hoarding this okay, all for myself. That's great. Bogarting it. Yeah, great job, Constable Cass. The villain. I myself am enjoying Firestone Walker's Mind Haze IPA. Which says on the can, beer before glory. And that's about it. It's a uh, hazy India pale ale. And it's tasty as well. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. two tasty adult beverages being enjoyed by your hosts here at the Nuclear Heat Podcast. Constable Cass, what did you do this week? Well, let's see. I went to Forgotten Boardwalk's Cakeover. Oh, goodness. Where they have a lot of delicious cake-themed beers. Oh, my goodness. What was your favorite? I think it was the mango lassi. It was delish. Man- that sounds tasty. Mangoey, sweet deliciousness on their funnel cake ale. Mm, scrumptious. I myself liked the ginger one. There was a ginger lassi, mm-hmm. and I found that one extraordinarily tasty. It was a little too much ginger for me. You are, as always, wrong. No. But that's okay. Did you do anything else yeah, fun this week? Yeah, I did a lot. So I watched the act... On okay. Hulu, it is the Gypsy Rose Blanchard story. I haven't seen that. Uh, it is how was it? good. It's very short. I think it's only like eight episodes or something. Mm. Eight hour long episodes. And it's good, especially if you know the case and how fucked was up it is. Was new? There's nothing really new, but it gives you uh, like a real insight. Like when you read about the abuse, it's uh, different than seeing it. seeing it. And was there input? 
from? Uh, no, no, they did it without their consent. Oh, okay. <laughs> Always the best way. Yeah, probably your, should not have done. true stories. Yeah, but Excellent. there is a documentary on HBO that okay. I watched last year Okay, called Mommy Dead Mommy and Dead Dearest. Yeah. Yeah, 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 which was good. And yeah. that, I believe, was with their was consent because she's in it. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have not yet watched the act. I don't know. Uh, if I've already seen Mommy Dead and Dearest and there's nothing new. Well, there's maybe some good acting. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So would you and recommend it to our fans? He would. Okay. All right. And I also watched Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile on Netflix. Oh, okay. With Zac Efron. The Ted Bundy story. Oh, my mm-hmm. goodness. And what did you think of that? It was okay. okay. So I was there for Zac Efron. Okay. Looking good. 70s styled Zac Efron. I found it to be okay, too. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't great. No. I was more excited to hear this week that it's based on a long-forgotten book. That yeah, it's based totally on the, out of print and I, the ex-girlfriend's book. Now I really want to read the book. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why they don't show a lot of the killings, because she wasn't she there wasn't for there. her. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting to me. Yeah. And she's kept herself uh, under pseudonym for... Mm-hmm. Decades now. Married to Haley Joel Osment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Somehow I don't think so. No? No. I believe he, I believe she is. Um, let's see. I went to Exhumed X-Fest. Oh, okay. Uh, for for our non-Philadelphia listeners. Exhumed And for films. others out of the loop. Yeah. yeah. Exhumed Films is um, a Philadelphia-based... Reliquary mm-hmm. theater? Yeah, I guess. They, uh, they show... Um, old movies, genre rare films, genre right? on 35 millimeter. It's, uh, once a year they do an exploitation festival. All the movies are ridiculous and old and amazing. And it was really good this year. Okay. What was your favorite? Uh, they showed seven movies? Yes. Okay. And your favorite? I don't know what my favorite was. Really? I think it might have been um the martial arts movie. Okay. Okay. I can't remember. Fistful of Talons. Fistful of Talons. Which is a great title for a martial arts It had some great martial arts in it too. It did. It was good. And what else was really good? Oh, Uh, the black exploitation movie. Super Dude. Yes. Super Dude was excellent. That was, I think those were my two standout faves, but none of them were bad this year. I really like the fast kill. The fast kill was good Uh, too. This year's heist movie. Yeah. It was really good. good. And, uh, I don't know that I'd ever watch it again, mm-hmm. but for one viewing, I thought that uh, Sudden Death was really good as well. Well, I can't tell you without it being a major spoiler. I'll cut it. When they find the daughter and girlfriend in the tent. Oh, that movie. Yes. I that's f- called Sudden Death. I forgot about Sudden Death. That's amazing, too. That is up there in my top. Those are my top three. Okay. The ones I listed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are my top three. They were also good. They were all, all, all the all movies were excellent good. movies this year. Yeah. I can't deny. Uh, maybe I'll but like. We definitely have to cut out that information about sudden death because that spoils it for anybody that wants to see it. Oh, I'll definitely cut it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, maybe I'll put up uh, like the posters from the movies yeah, so people yeah. will, that are interested can go, go and watch if you like, like weird movies, all, if you genre, like movies, genre movies. If you, if like you can find them flex. anywhere, I'm not uh, saying download them, but that's probably the only way you'll be able to find uh, them uh, if quite you a can. Few of them actually this year were available as five dollar DVDs on Amazon. Oh, really, nice, uh, dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. Uh, I they often do show movies that are so that are rare impossible they're find. impossible to find. Yeah, yeah. or there'll be one tiny 
400 uh disc print run of the dvd mm-hmm. and it's only available used for 150 dollars on ebay i worth don't recommend it, that for any of those worth it. Yeah, yeah. worth it for t- fistful of talons maybe. maybe i don't know i didn't look that one up i don't know if that's I don't a- know. available so the other big show that they do during the year is the horathon october in october where they show all crazy old Horror movies yeah. and sci-fi movies, um, Godzilla movies, duh, crazy stuff. Uh, and that one's really fun, too. But Exploitation Fest, you get such a uh, different thing that I think yeah, is my favorite. It's a great variety. And I myself had never even heard of any of the seven movies mm-hmm. on this list. I mean, I guess I guess there's a chance that if you're a black exploitation fan, you might have heard of Super Dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think even for the martial arts flicks fans, that's a deep cut. And all the rest of them were. I don't think anybody would know these movies. No. And a lot of the movies that we see mm-hmm. at Exploitation Fest. So I enjoyed Exploitation Fest yep. as well. And, and more. Did I have more? more this week? I also treated myself to some makeup and skincare. Oh, good. Good Because thing. of the Sephora sale. So I spent a lot of money there. If you're listening to this, the sale is over. You no, missed it. it no, is, it's, uh, the sale is ongoing. The sale. The, if you're listening the to good this the sale. day that it came out. If you're not VIB, then you're, you've got this week is your sale and it's only 10% off. Mm. You got to be, you got to spend some money to get the good discounts. Okay. Yeah, that's, you got to spend money to make money. Yeah, yeah, always. That's definitely how it works. And last but not least, and? I saw the Avengers Endgame. Ah. Ah, Avengers Endgame. No spoilers, but well, what did you spoilers. think? Well, spoilers. No spoilers. I'm so Don't spoil glad it. that my fave didn't die. Okay. That's it, though. Don't, no, no announcement. Nobody even knows who my fave is. I gotta yeah, tell them. I have to tell them. Don't tell them. them. No, they don't want to know who lives and dies. That's <sighs> the worst spoiler Look, you can get. It's been out for two weeks. No, no spoilers. The hardcore fans that want to see it Constable have already Cass. seen it. Is there any wrestling news this week? Well, first off, we were off last week. I know. So we there, we might have a heavy list of news We've items. got a shit ton of news Things to get through. Things have been blowing up the Twitter this week. Things have been crazy this week. Let's start the news. All right. Reports circulated last Tuesday that Pentagon Jr. injured his leg during a set of tapings for Impact Wrestling. It was reported that medical staff and refs tended to him as he clutched his knee. Uh-oh. He that has not been pulled yet from any upcoming events such as Double or Nothing. So hopefully it was just minor. Not good news. Not yeah. Speaking of injuries. Oh my goodness. WWE NXT UK superstar Eddie Dennis revealed he's dealing with an injury. An injury. Dennis will undergo surgery for a left pectoral tear that will sideline him for at least six months. Ah, that is disappointing news. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But uh, all the best. Yeah. Speaking of injured uh, superstars. Oh my goodness, more? more The Hardy Boys were forced to relinquish the SmackDown Tag Team titles last Tuesday due to Jeff Hardy's leg injury. Hardy underwent surgery this week and will be out for some time. So it looks like he had knee surgery. And I believe there was a tweet from Matt Hardy saying he's getting a whole new knee. Oh my goodness, a whole new knee. Yeah. He wow. might be out for a while. That could that could take a little while. That could take a little while. A little bit of time. He's going to be out for some amount of time. Could be a day. 
And Could like, I feel like he shouldn't even be allowed to come back because like now you're part robot. Yeah, that is unfair. It's unfair. It's an advantage. In further injury news, Brian Cage was rushed to the emergency room after winning the Impact Wrestling World Championship at Rebellion. Cage was reportedly hurt during a Spanish fly spot off the rampway to the floor. Cage posted on Instagram that he instantly felt pain in his back and his right leg went numb and the unbearable pain did not, not subside when the feeling came back. It does seem he is on the mend as he is scheduled for upcoming appearances. Okay. But that does not sound nice. That does nice. not sound... You no. should not... Maybe no, you no, should, no. You can take a break. It's all right. Yeah. You know, take a week. Can't a week? you can't take a break? No, there is no breaks in wrestling. <laughs> in our last bit of news from the Everyone Fights Gets Injury segment, oh. original bro Matt Riddle has been pulled from recent NXT shows due to an arm infection. Oh come on! <laughs> I'm glad that that is the last bit of Everyone Fights Gets, gets Injuries information. But uh, best wishes to original bro. Good luck in all your future endeavors. Oh, are you? I am futuring endeavoring. Yes, I'm the futuring endeavoring all of the injured except Jeff Hardy. Hardy? Except Jeff Hardy. He's the charismatic enigma. I can never live without him. What is what does he call? His little enigmas. I don't know. He has some silly name for his fans. Gaga's little monsters. Little monsters. He just steals them. In In non-injury news. In former injury news, Daniel (laughs) Bryan was medically cleared and returned to in-ring action this week. Bryan was sidelined since WrestleMania with an undisclosed injury. Well, it's good news that he's back. It's bad news that the injury is undisclosed. Yeah, I assume it's brain-related. Oh, my goodness. Or do you think he also had robot parts put into him while he was out? Oh, my goodness. Uh, hopefully they're recycled. Well, yeah, they'd have to be. Yeah. Although they won't stand up as well. Yeah, but that's that is true. <laughs> yeah, you get those cheap recycled water bottles, and the water leaks out the bottom. Mm-hmm. You need virgin plastic. Yeah, straight oil. Straight from the ocean floor. More oil. Yeah, more oil. The mess that is the WWE Superstar Shakeup <laughs> continued last week as it was announced that Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson were moved to Raw. The two lost their first match on Raw to the Usos. Reports had circulated earlier this year that the two had asked for their releases from WWE or were not renewing their contracts when they expire later this year. Well, good uh, luck in their future yeah, endeavors. Yeah, best of luck in all of your future endeavors. Future endeavors. Well, well, hopefully for the next few months, they'll have they'll some just get buried. endeavors on. On WWE TV. In further shake-up nonsense news, the B-Team is now on SmackDown Live. The B-Team still exists. They still exist somehow. I I didn't know until they showed up last week. Oh, my goodness. And I had forgotten all about them. Shane dragged them along Mm -hmm. to SmackDown Live. The never-ending saga that is the Superstar Shakeup continued <laughs> this week with the introduction of the Wild Card oh rule. Oh my goodness! The new rule states a limited number of superstars from Raw or SmackDown would be invited to cross brand lines for one-night-only appearances. Any unauthorized jumps will be penalized by fines or even potential firing. The number of crossover superstars allowed per night is four. The Wild Card rule is reportedly due to USA and Fox networks putting pressure on WWE to end the brand split due to declining viewership for both Raw and SmackDown. So, wait. Was 
Was that with was that the four per night? The four per night thing I I remember from mm-hmm. Raw was mm-hmm. the ruling that if you went without Vince's permission, you could be fined or suspended. Was that explained on Raw? There is it didn't they didn't specifically say that you needed permission, just that there can only be four. And anybody so if you're over the fifth person, mm-hmm. then you get fined. Do we're looking at you, Miz? That, that is really, yeah. really confusing yes. and convoluted logic. And well, first off, we need money for the XFL. It's really struggling, so we've got to get it somewhere. We've got to find the got superstars. A TV deal this week. Find the TV. talent. Find the talent. ESPN and Fox. I know. It's ridiculous. I didn't even add it to the news because I was so disgusted by it. In a deal where ESPN and Fox will not be paying the XFL for their TV rights. Uh, Incredible. I'm disgusted that anybody picked them up at all. News. Casualty of the superstar shakeup, Tyler Breeze, has reportedly. Has reportedly been moved back to NXT. Breeze has been working NXT live events over the past weeks and shot an angle with NXT North American champion Velveteen Dream during Wednesday's TV taping. Okay. Like, it sounds bad that he's going back to NXT, but also he's clearly getting to do something with yeah. the championship. So it's kind and of... And getting to do something full stop. So. I feel like it's not really a downgrade. I feel it's a more lateral move for Tyler yeah. Breeze. Maybe even an upgrade. Yeah, and really, less you know, eyes, looking, at, looking but, at the way that people who've been called up recently have been used, mm-hmm. maybe moving back down is not a downgrade. Yeah. Who knows? Also recently victimized by the superstar shakeup, Killian Dane and Alexander Wolf are also apparently being moved back to NXT following the dissolution of Sanity. This one I feel well, like... You'll be missed, Sanity. Yeah, is a real downgrade for them. Because they were getting such a big push when they first yeah. started, and then immediately disappeared, and then now they're just shoved to the wayside. Yeah. And I don't feel like they're going to get the push Tyler Breeze is going to get no. down in NXT. Especially since two linchpin members of Sanity are not coming with. Yeah. So. Who knows? Who knows? Speaking of the shooken and broken up sanity, Nikki Cross was drafted to Raw along with Eric Young, but has yet to appear on any show in many weeks. Cross tweeted mid-April that she would be at Money in the Bank, but she has yet to be announced for the event. Well, maybe she'll she'll be in the audience. Yeah. Uh, perfect use yeah. of, of wrestling. <laughs> Liv Morgan posted a missing poster of herself on Twitter this weekend. Morgan was separated from the Riot Squad and drifted to SmackDown during the Superstar Shake-Up, but has yet to be seen on the brand. She is also not scheduled for Money in the Bank. We haven't seen any of... Future Endeavor. any of the Riot Squad no, since we have the not. Superstar Shake-Up, which is bad news. Do you think they're throwing a fit with Sasha Probably. somewhere? They're on their backs in the dressing room, <laughs> crying and crying. Whining. Uh, poor, poor Riot Squad. <laughs> a fan recently asked Heath Slater via Twitter which Brandy is currently on. Slater responded that he's in the shadows. Mm. <laughs> Not good. Not great. Not good. Yeah. He's got kids. Yeah. Right? That's him, right? He's got bills to pay. He's got kids he's to got feed. Major wrestling figures to buy. Yeah. That's him, right? 
That might be the other two. I have it's no the, idea. It's the other. Oh, ones. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that's always telling me that they're really easy to tell apart. Well, I don't know them personally. I just know by look. <laughs> I know by look. Yeah. And lots of people have a major wrestling figure addiction. So there you go. In a recent interview, Rhino revealed he turned down an offer from WWE that would double his salary. He stated, it is not about the money. He wants to be working on the road and helping guys in a player-coach type of role. He further stated he doesn't want to sit at home and become miserable, but understands there's a lot of talent in the company and... He and WWE came to a mutual understanding. The last day on his contract is July 17th. Uh, well, best of luck to Rhino. I will certainly miss Rhino. I hope and that he finds something to do yeah. in a mentor type of relationship mm-hmm. with the indies. When asked which wrestler he'd like to face, WWE Hall of Famer Sting named Bray Wyatt. He said Bray Wyatt has the personality and the whole quote bray wyatt thing oh <laughs> that whole thing Good. i'm glad you're paying attention Sting. that whole thing i think he just picked a name out of a hat that weird mr rogers guy <laughs> <laughs> dean malenko has quit wwe multiple sources are reporting malenko resigned from his agent producer position with the company after eight years you know the People leaving when their contracts end and people trying to be released from their contracts is pretty bad. But mm-hmm. this uh, writer-producer exodus is also bad Yeah, news. there's been quite a lot. Every every writer that quits, Vince, says, I, now I don't have to pay that guy. Mm-hmm. I'll just write, write some more. Yes. Oh, good. Oh, good. What if all five hours are just written by Vince? I would love it. I would love it. Oh, yeah? And it's written like improv, like on the fly. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, goodness. I am, I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> Lead writer for WWE <laughs> Raw, Ryan Callahan, has been fired by the company. According to reports, the firing had nothing to do with low ratings. It was reported that Callahan took creative changes a little too personally, which made him difficult to work with. And he was fired for not setting a good example for the rest of the writing team. Well, shame on you, Ryan. Yeah. How dare you care about your job? Set a good example. fucking idiot. Look, you write the script that is going to be used until five minutes before the show when Vince writes the real script. Yeah, the good script. You're getting paid. Yeah. And I heard, I heard it was his idea for the Becky Two Belts thing, which ruined the no calling the titles belts rule. Right. Which jerk deserves to be fired. Yeah, agreed. Allegedly. Speaking of writers, <laughs> according to reports, WWE writer Jen Peppermint got heat backstage for having her daytime Emmy with her at Monday Night Raw. Peppermint won an Emmy for Outstanding Directing in a digital drama series for After Forever. Peppermint caught ire as some within WWE feel this could cause friction and jealousy as WWE has never managed to win an Emmy. So That's pretty incredible, that, it, First off, it's hilarious that she did that. Yeah. <laughs> Second off, if you're jealous, just be better. Yeah. <laughs> w- do better. Win an Emmy. That, yeah. That's, that's pretty much how you do Go that. Go one-up her by winning an Oscar. Yeah. Fuck it. Get your whole yeah. EGOT. Yes. Come on, Vince. <laughs> you think Vince is getting the EGOT? You think anyone else is the person that's jealous? <sighs> it's Vince. only Vince. Yeah. 
Shane. Shane don't care. <laughs> no, no. As long as he's got Shane sneakers. Shane is definitely the fuck you pay me guy. He doesn't give a shit. As long as he's got sneaker money, he's Yeah, fine. I'll jump off of it. <laughs> yeah, give me some money. Wait, how many coast to coast? Yeah, all right. Whatever. Whatever. What's my Double it. Worth? Double the amount of coast to coast. I insist. All right. Make it higher. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I'll do whatever. 50 feet? Make it a thousand. When will you love me? <laughs> when will you love me, Dad? There is only one person that is jealous yeah. that somebody on this stage. No, 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 yes, yes. no, 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 yes, 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 no, yes, no, yes. no. Jealous of a woman? Never, <laughs> never, 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 never. Women of Wrestling Superheroes will begin filming season two of its Access TV series next week at the Belasco Theater in Los Angeles. The episode count for season two has been increased to 24 episodes. Awesome. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Women Wrestling. Let's let's see it now. Yep. Lucha Underground is facing more legal battles. Last week, several Lucha Underground talents, including Jeff Cobb, Famous B, and Sonny Kiss, uh, all sought legal representation in order to get their releases from Lucha Underground. LU was reportedly also trying to block Jeff Cobb from working with Ring of Honor, insisting he is under contract with them. Jeff Cobb and LU uh, reached a verbal agreement for his release this week. Willie Mack... Uh, could also be seeking representation soon, as it was suggested that he lost the NWA national title over the past weekend due to his contract status with LU. Just let everyone go. Yeah, obviously. You're never coming back. You failed. And you're you're settling right before these things can come to court. Yeah. Because you know you're going to lose. You got lose. nothing. Yeah, if got you, nothing. If you had any leg to stand on, you'd go to court. It mm-hmm. makes no sense. Speaking of the NWA national title, Cole Cabana defeated Willie Mack to win the NWA National Heavyweight Championship for the first time. Mack held the belt since October 2018. Okay, congratulations, Cole. Yeah. I guess. I guess. What ups? What ups? What ups to him? What ups to him? Yeah. Speaking of Willie Mack, Mac has signed a multi-year deal with Impact Wrestling. Mac stated he wanted to sign with Impact because of the talent and because Impact is getting a, a lot of buzz and he wants to be part of the buzz to keep them going. Well, that's that's a good idea. Yep. And you know? I guess. Whatevs. If you want to help a company get bigger. Be somebody else. Well, it's a good... <laughs> I'm not sure that that's the problem. I mean... Go to a small company if you want to help a company get bigger. That's all that's yeah. all I meant. Yeah, yeah. Good luck, Willie Mac. <laughs> New Japan's Dominion show will take place on June 9th in Osaka, Japan. New matches have been announced for the event. Chris Jericho will challenge Okada for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Tetsuo Naito will challenge Kota Ibushi for the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. And Tomohiro Ishii will challenge uh Tai Chi for the Never Openweight Championship. Well, that sounds like a good card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's June 9th. June 9th. June 9th. Special Chris Jericho uh, visit to New Japan. That's true. Exciting. Yep. Exciting stuff. Former WWE and Lucha Underground commentator Matt Stryker is now working for Impact Wrestling as an agent and producer. Well, good for Matt. Yeah. Always glad to have people finding more work. Sure. Sure. Speaking of former WWE ears, former WWE GM Vicky Guerrero recently spoke with uh, Chris Van Valle, 
Guerrero shared a controversial opinion about Chris Benoit, stating, I wasn't there when it happened, and I don't understand why it happened, but I still love him. Aside from all that, he loved us, and he respected us. He was a talented wrestler, and he had his own legacy, and I think that it shouldn't be ignored, and it's sad how things turned out, but I would like to see him inducted into the Hall of Fame. Well, that's one way to go, Vicky. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, a, yeah. That's a unique take. A unique sure, hot take sure, from sure. a former GM. Vicky Excuse Guerrero. me! Excuse me! <laughs> Put this murder! I think this murder has a Put him in here! My goodness! <laughs> okay. Just have his son except for... Oh. Ooh. That's tough stuff. Ooh. Vicky. <laughs> No. I think we should change the name to the Chris Benoit Memorial Battle <laughs> Royal. Royal. For the women. <laughs> yes, for the women. Oh, goodness. That is, that is an ugly thought. Vicky wow. Guerrero. Shame on you, Vicky Guerrero. Wow, she's fucked up. Yeah, wow. I know you were friends, and, and you're not sure what happened at the end there, yeah. but... She wow. she must have a very big chunk of the story if she didn't yeah. hear the end. If you leave that movie even five minutes before the, the final final scene, yeah, you are you are missing a lot. There is a big twist. At she the end was of that one. she it's was a real just Shyamalan. She watched it for all the drama, the interpersonal relationship drama. Yeah, and then she was like, "Oh, well, now they're happy. I'm gonna go." Oh, it's a real happily ever yeah. after. You know, yeah. <laughs> problems in her first marriage. And then, you know, meets the man of her dreams. dreams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know why you might want to cut out before the end of that film, no. Mickey. Oh, well. <laughs> Speaking of former WWE superstars, John Moxley, a.k.a. Dean Ambrose, has already booked Who? a... John Moxley. Who? You know him? I'm not sure if I know him. Oh, he... You might know his friends, The Shield. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Gone so, but not forgotten. Yeah, even, I even after the Shield's last ride. On I the, had WWE already network. planned on forgetting him, but oh, apparently okay. some people didn't because he's booked a number of independent dates um, that will begin in June, if Is not he sooner. Back on the hardcore wrestling circuit. Uh, I don't know. They didn't release what the dates were. Oh, just okay. that he re- uh, he booked some, and right. uh, I'm speculating possible run in at the casino. Casino Battle Royal, AEW. Oh, okay, you think there's a twenty first entrant there? Maybe could Might be have the uh, barbed wire fist. Is that was that his gimmick? Oh, he had a hardcore gimmick before WWE. The light tube fist. Maybe could be <laughs> giant fan of light tubes. Oh yeah. no, that's not him. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Former longtime WWE ring announcer Lillian Garcia is now an in cage announcer for the Professional Fighters League. Well, congratulations, Lillian. I assume that's some sort of UFC thing. I no know. idea, but I guess that's as good a guess as any. Yeah, I didn't bother looking into it because, frankly, I don't give a fuck. Oh, my goodness. In other constable cast doesn't give a fuck news. Speaking of announcers, Beth Phoenix has been officially announced as the newest member of the NXT commentary team. Well, that's good. Good for her. I mean, it's not as good as what Renee's got going, but it'll do, right? On the other hand. She doesn't have to sit next to Michael Cole and Corey Graves. I would love to be in that uh, sandwich. Yeah, I, I would love it. Yeah, there's nothing annoying there. <laughs> nothing at all. And that first is- off, they make Cole get sandwiched in between them. Oh. It's sexier that way. 
I guess so. I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) Dixie Carter hinted at filming for WWE. The former TNA wrestling president took to Instagram where she posted about filming new content in Stanford, Connecticut, the home of WWE. Carter tagged the post family and she also recently posted a photo of EC3 when she stated she was flying to Stanford. I guess EC3 had to fly in his mom because he's not getting a big enough push on WWE. Wasn't she his aunt on TNA? I have no idea. I don't don't know. I thought wife. That's why I was making the mom joke because I thought it was gross. But Oh, that's very weird news. That is weird news. (laughs) And why on earth, if that were to be true, why on earth WWE would have her on TV? Ratings? From whom? (laughs) (laughs) Old ladies? No one was watching TNA when it was on. (laughs) They're looking for that. um, And the 12 people that did watch already watch Raw. White women 55 to 75 with money demographic. I guess so. I don't know. I don't know. Do do. Do those white women or with like, money even know who Dixie Carter is? Or they're looking for young male 18 to 25 gold digger uh, demographic. Interesting, interesting. Maybe they're trying to hit both. They're both pretty big demographics. Yeah. Sounds like a, a, a reality program that's writing itself. Yeah. I would love that. Oh, you would. You want to watch uh, The Bachelorette starring Dixie Carter? Yes. Is that what you want to watch? Yes. Okay. With young um, wrestlers that are forced to be on the oh, show. Wow, that is that already sounds good. Right? Oh, my goodness. And, like, let's say the only way to do anything for the rest of your career is to win her heart, and then you get into WWE. And if you lose, you're never going to be in WWE. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. What's the title? So you've really got to try. What's the title of this reality program? And I already have one, but get, I want to hear yours. Is it Dicks of My Heart? <laughs> no, it was The Heart of Dixie, <laughs> oh. not Dicks of My Heart. I think mine is better. <laughs> dicks of My Heart. That's awful. <laughs> You're a bad person. You're bad or person. I. I love dicks with an X, like D-I-X. Dicks of my heart is Natalia's <laughs> dating reality show. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> you think she makes TJ the director, Ooh, executive producer? <laughs> executive producer, yes, absolutely. This is a writing itself. <laughs> e, what are you doing? Are you Why doing? are you sleeping USA? on these wonderful programs that we have? <laughs> Up next, Ms. and Mrs. Followed by Dicks of My Heart. Dicks of My Heart. I love uh, it. WWE has renamed the Backlash pay-per-view. It will now be known as Stomping Grounds. Rumors circulating state the company did not want the name Backlash so soon it, I said backlash. So where did you hear it sounded? It sounded very New Jersey. Wow. Yeah. Let me try again. Yeah, give it another shot. Ugh. We can R- edit this out if you want. Rumors circulating state the company did not want the name back- backlash. <laughs> <laughs> what? What the hell is the matter with you, Constable Cass? That was so weird. <laughs> possessed was by the- another shot. Possessed by the ghost of James Gandolfini. <laughs> Wow. Came right through me. Oh, my goodness. Just because I dream about him every night, I guess I manifested him. Uh, let's let's give this one more try. Rumor. 
rumors circulating state the company did not want the name Backlash so soon after its controversial Saudi Arabia show. Stomping Grounds will take place June 23rd. There's so much to unpack here. We know people are going to be pissed off that we're taking this Saudi Arabia money. So instead of not taking the money... Let's just rename all our other pay-per-views so they don't sound like anybody's pissed about Saudi Arabia. The whole universe just loves Saudi Arabia. They love it. Nothing bad goes on there, right? I, I think it's just like a like a cool beach town, right? I think they're just gonna start giving five dollars to everybody that has the network every time there's a Saudi Arabia thing. They probably they still make a ton of cash, and hey, we each get five bucks, mm-hmm. so fuck it, you know. Hang out with murderers. It's fine. It's cool. No big deal. <laughs> Recently returned superstar Sami Zayn is not allowed at the Saudi Arabia events due to his Syrian descent. Reports circulated this week that sources within WWE revealed that during the last show, there was an internal directive not to mention Zayn at all under any circumstances ever during the Saudi Arabian shows. Also, I th- no women. I, I, I think... <laughs> Since they love to post their Twitter hashtags that are blowing up during mm-hmm. their pay-per-views, everyone should just hashtag everything Sammy that Zane. they put during the Saudi Arabia pay-per-view, Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. And then the women's names. Uh, yeah. Just hashtag Sami Zayn, hashtag Sasha Banks. <laughs> I, Sasha I Banks. all the women, but First off, if anything, piss them off extra. If anything, I'm going with Iconics. <laughs> They're on good terms. I want, uh, oh, I want, yeah, I want yeah, Sasha's yeah. name to be the, at the top. Yeah, if they want to th- say the things that are trending on Twitter, mm-hmm. then they have to say Sasha Banks and Sami Zayn. I get, yes. Maybe we'll put the Iconics third. Yes. But we, you, to really make I just these love the Iconics. flashes happen, you know, mm-hmm. you have to really have to coordinate. Yeah. So. We could also get a give divas a chance in Saudi Arabia going. Double H loves oil blood money. Yeah. Great hashtags. Listen, listeners, if you've got some great hashtags. No blood for wrestling. No blood for double H. Yeah, anybody, throw out your amazing hashtags. Mostly, let's just hashtag Sami Zayn while it's going on the whole day. Everything we write. Let's point out Shawn really blow, hypocrisy. Really well. blow up Sami Zayn's mentions. <laughs> that this is an awesome <laughs> idea. This, people get on board every just all day. So that hopefully they'll have to put it on the screen, and mm-hmm. the Saudi Arabian prince will see it. Oh no, heads oh. will roll. Oh wait, oh, I mean, goodness. oh, oh. I would chop people apart. And burn them to a crisp. Ooh. Ooh. My goodness. My goodness. That's enough out of you, Vicky Guerrero. So controversial. I don't know what... I don't know what happened at the end of the Saudi Arabia thing, but I think they're fine. Let's put them in the Hall of Fame. There were good people on both sides, right? Ooh, Vicky. (laughs) Vicky. She's got some hot takes. Wow. Excuse me. Excuse me. (laughs) Excuse you, Vicky Guerrero. There are not good people on both sides. 
Speaking of Saudi Arabia. Oh my God, can't we stop speaking of it? <laughs> it has been Hashtag re- Shawn Michaels loves Saudi Arabia. <laughs> it has been reported that Brock Lesnar, sorry, Brock Lesnar, The Undertaker, and Bill Goldberg have all signed on for the next Saudi Arabia show on June 7th. Wow. Really, Goldberg? Really? Really? Can you just stick to being on the Goldbergs? I like you much better there. Yeah. I like you better on the Goldbergs than in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Good luck, Bill. Speaking of Brock Lesnar. According to UFC President Dana White, former WWE and UFC champion Brock Lesnar told him that he is done and retiring from UFC. Oh, can he retire from WWE too, Future endeavor. Oh, best of luck on all your future endeavors, Brock Lesnar. Your ratings sink. Speaking of Brock Lesnar and Saudi Arabia, King of Bros Matt Riddle took to Twitter last week to react to the news of Lesnar's impending UFC retirement. Riddle tweeted, a rumor has it the Beast is coming back to WWE and the bro couldn't be happier. See you at WrestleMania 36, Brock Lesnar. Hashtag bro. Hashtag OB. <laughs> hashtag original bro. Hashtag stallion. That's <laughs> oh, my Matt Riddle impression. <laughs> well, that's good. Reports began circulating last weekend that there is internal heat within WWE with Leo Rush. Rush has not appeared on TV Uh for a few weeks. It is being said that Rush has not been shy about stating he should be in the top spot in the company, has rubbed certain people the wrong way, and has had run-ins with other superstars. Rush released a statement via Twitter stating that there will always be people who try to tear you down and that he loves what he does, and that he takes his passion seriously and will do whatever to improve his family situation. He also stated, don't believe everything on the internet. However, this week, it was reported that Leo Rush was offered a five-year contract by WWE worth $300,000 per year. Rush apparently rejected the contract and asked for double the amount. Allegedly, Rush has also requested his release so he could show the company what he could do. I I have mixed emotions here. One one thing is, he probably does deserve some type of push somewhere. Maybe yeah. get him away from Bobby. Let him do his own thing. Let him, whatever. But the other thing is, don't disrespect people. Don't yeah. act like a diva because when you do leave, nobody else is going to want to work with you. Yeah. And not, not a bright idea. You turn down a five-year deal for $300,000 per year. Where else are you going to make that money yeah. that you think you're going to go that somewhere else? And, I have my doubts. And show them what you can do. Anybody three hundred thousand dollars at, at no one else. No one. Yeah. So uh, not a not a great plan, Leo. Yeah. I I did hear that one of Leo's complaints is that they put his catchphrases on Bobby's merchandise and then don't pay him for it, mm. which I think is kind of a valid complaint. Yeah. Definitely. Not there are certainly valid complaints by him. I, I can see some of them. I think that there's valid complaints by everyone. Everyone about everyone. how the, the I'm always on the side how of the, the talent. Merchandise <laughs> deals work. Yeah. Like John Cena and Roman Reigns sell the most shirts, so they get the most money. No. Well, yeah, they sell the most shirts because they're the only ones you sell in Walmart. Yeah. So of course they sell the most. Mm-hmm. Makes no sense. Or 
Oh, you guys that we've never made a figure for never sell any figures. Mm-hmm. Like, how can you, how can those kind of complaints be blamed on the talent? Yeah. Or we put your catchphrases on Bobby's T-shirts Oof. and then pay Bobby for them. Yeah. Not the squarest of deals. Do you think it's like when um, waiters have to tip out the busboys? Do you think Ooh. it's expected that Lashley tips out Rush and he just never does? He's a that stingy waiter. Problem. That could be the problem. Yeah, yeah I think so. 15% is for when you've had excellent service, Leo. Yeah. And I think your service was just fine. But so. you refused to carry my bags and water last oh, week, so here's a fucking oh, quarter. Goodness. Here's a fake dollar that you open up and it's scripture. Ooh. <laughs> the worst tip the of worst all. worst tip of all. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Speaking of Leo Rush, Mark Henry weighed in on the situation via Busted Open Radio. Henry, speaking of Rush's opposition to carry water during a European tour, stated, Nobody is exempt from being respectful to the business and paying homage to the guys drawing money. We have all done it. Steve Austin did it. The Rock did it. You better than The Rock? Get the hell out of here. It's another thing where... I I don't know. I can't think of another situation where the older guys take so much advantage. It's a very like old school type of thing that since they've moved away from almost all other old school practices, why does, why should that still exist? Why should, why, why should I feel rush on this? Yeah. Carry Bobby's. You shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to. No. If you're, if you're a rookie in major league baseball, you don't have to carry the old guy's water, Mm -mm. carry your own water or, they pay somebody to carry both of your waters. Yeah. I was going to say, everybody has personal assistance. Yeah. Why, why, why can't At the Lashley level, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> carry your own goddamn water. Yeah. We're hire a guy you to got, carry your water. We've seen those sexy muscles. You can carry water. You don't pay Leo Rush. Mm-mm. He tips him out, though, yeah, when he I, feels like it. Mark had some interesting points about Leo. I think there's wrong on both sides. You think here. he's better than The Rock? But I, you no, think you're better than The Rock? I don't think that The Rock should have carry my beer. Carry, carry his water. Carry this my beer glass sense. in here. Of course, of course, I will, Constable mm-hmm, Cass. Mm-hmm. It's out of respect for old people like Whoa. you. Oh, isn't that what? Whoa, we're the, I, I veterans. Oh uh, yes, I not old. The older people, not old. You know the people that are. You know, I got into this business long young in the tooth. I got into this business too. young. I'm sorry you got into it old. Well, I guess. Sorry you weren't good enough to get into it when you were young. to disagree, Constable Cass. <laughs> Why don't we continue with the news? <laughs> Speaking of contracts, as we previously reported, shortly after WrestleMania, Luke Harper requested his release from WWE. However, it appears the company will not be letting go of Harper anytime soon. Harper's contract is set to expire in November, but reports are circulating the company has tacked on an extra six months due to Harper's time off with an injury. These, like, spite tagging on extra months is really... Ridiculous. Yeah. And a clear sign that these people are not independent contractors. No. Yeah. Really, that should be where people get them. There's an alternative... There's several alternative companies that could be paying you now. Now is the time. So, um, get out of your contract. Yeah. Take them to court. Because mm-hmm. you'll win. That is clear... You can only legally be an independent contractor if you are being paid to perform a specific service. Mm -hmm. Sue your way out of your contract if you don't like it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
In further contract news, the Revival members Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder were offered new five-year deals with WWE worth $500,000 per year. However, the duo has yet to accept the deals. It has also been reported that WWE has extended Wilder's contract by two months due to a broken jaw he suffered in 2017 that put him out of action. Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Like, if you offer somebody $500,000 per year and they say no, stop pushing them. You don't need to pay them that. Go pay somebody else $25,000 a year. Bring up somebody new. Yeah. Let this person go. Yeah. They, if they want to leave, let them go. If they don't want to be there, don't have them be there. Yeah. And? Don't humiliate them every week on TV until their contracts expire. You broke your jaw working for us, so we're extending your contract. contract. What horrible bosses. How long can it be that people will continue to want to work there? Yeah. Speaking of contracts, Joey Ryan announced via social media that he has officially signed with a promotion and will be ending his 20-year tenure as an indie wrestler. Although Ryan did not specify which promotion he signed with, probably as AEW, reports last week revealed that WWE was interested in the famous Dick Wrestler and wanted him to join NXT and possibly coach at NXT in the future. Well, I hope this works out for Joey Ryan because Joey Ryan... Is one of our indie favorites. He's an NHP fave. We all love him. He's the best. What do you think? You think he's going to NXT? No. (laughs) No chance. There's no chance. Do you think uh, Joey Ryan released that rumor to see how far it would go? (laughs) Yeah. That's possible. That's what I imagine. Constable, guys, I'm Mm going to ask you a personal question here. Uh Did you start that rumor? I might have. (laughs) I might have started that rumor. Okay. Well. We'll see. I we'll see. I definitely started many rumors. I won't turning to impact wrestling. I won't tell you which rumors in the news I started, but it was probably ninety five percent of them. Is all the entire news segment is just rumors that you're trying to get over. Well, it's worrying, isn't it? I guess so. Yeah. Speaking of AEW, on this week's speaking of rumors, on this week's being the elite, AEW announced new rules for their casino. Battle Royal at Double or Nothing. The match will feature a lucky 21 competitors. Five men will start the match. Every three minutes, another five men will enter the belt, and the 21st entrant will enter last. What do you think here, Constable Cast? I think it's interesting. I'd like to see how it plays out. I think it could be cool. I think it could be cool, too. Although, then not everybody doesn't get, like, I guess they're... Are they getting their individual entrances, or are they just all coming out at once? Because, like, at a big event, you want your entrance. So, I assume they're still going to get them. It's just going to be one after the other after the other after, like, pretty quick. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about the entrances. I was just thinking about we'd move much quicker to the segments where there's lots of guys in the ring. Yeah. Which is good. What I would love... It'll tighten up this format. Don't know how... What the stadium looks like. You know, there's always just, Mm -hmm. like, one ramp. If they had five ramps uh, going in a circle, and you didn't know which which person was coming out next from which door, and the lights went around. A roulette style is what I was picturing, is a roulette wheel of entrances, which I think would be amazing. And it's a casino theme. I should probably message the Bucks and uh, Cody and let them know. Up your production value. (laughs) I think in your Rumble-style Battle Royals, Mm -hmm. where you know no one is going out until about 10 people have hit the ring, Mm -hmm. which at 90-second intervals means that 
It's 15 minutes, minutes. before anything is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes so long. Yeah. Yeah. This this could really tighten up the beginning I, and yeah. end of the Which it match. needs to be. Yeah. yeah. You, for the over-the-limit uh, Battle Royal. Over-the-budget. Over-the-budget Battle Royal. I, I don't think it needs to be an hour long. Nah. So. No, no, no. Let's cut it down a little bit. All right. Did Any it? more news? Yeah. yeah. There's so much more. more. Speaking of AEW and a double or nothing, uh, many people have been speculating that the former WWE champion CM Punk will make a surprise appearance at the show. Punk is, however, scheduled to do commentary for the UFC CFFC 75 event in Coachella on the night of Double or Nothing. For those wondering if it is possible to travel to both places in a short amount of time, the venues are about 300 miles apart. One could make the drive in four and a half hours or take a flight in a quick hour and 20 minutes. Yes, that is not happening. (laughs) Those people that are speculating are wrong. Stop trying to introduce these silly, nonsensical rumors, Constable Cass. Vicky Guerrero. No, Vicky Guerrero. <laughs> I don't know what happened at the end there with that CM Punk, but... Excuse nice me! <laughs> Speaking of AEW, a WWE Hall of Famer Kurt Angle and The Undertaker have apparently been pulled from WrestleCade StarCast 2 weekend due to WrestleCade's association with AEW. WrestleCade co-owner Brian Hawks confirmed Angle canceled his upcoming appearance because WWE stated it competes directly with them. Hawks stated there is no official connection between the convention and any wrestling promotion. Okay. Also, isn't Angle retired? Yeah. You know, he's got that Legends contract, uh, which why would you sign that? I don't know. Yeah, I don't get why people sign it. Like, I guess because you can still sell your t-shirts on www.com, but could, does Kurt Angle even have any t-shirts there? Like, I would assume he's still got t-shirts because his run just ended. But did he even have any t-shirts before? I've never seen yeah. anybody in a Kurt Angle t-shirt. I don't think he's ever made one. You're You're insane. <laughs> You're an insane person, Constable Cat. I have never seen anybody in a You Suck t-shirt. That's... No? No. Never. Never. Never in your life. Prove me wrong. You're a crazy person. Prove me wrong, internet. I I feel like this might be changing, that all these guys might let their Legends contracts run out. Yeah. Because... Because if they're going to prevent you from doing any type of work, like, you're retired, you want to go do a meet and greets, like, that's how you make money. Yeah. Like, Starcade's going to give you... And apparently, Kurt Angle was, like, their most hyped up, biggest selling mm-hmm. thing yeah, when it was announced. Yeah. And everybody is super pissed. Yeah. In further AEW news, last Friday, AEW's Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega invaded Southern Honor Wrestling's live event. The two superstars brawled in ring prior to the main event. Cody Rhodes was also at the event in his last scheduled indie appearance. Uh, They also announced at the event that Dustin Thomas would be taking part in the Casino Battle Royal at Double or Nothing. Awesome. Yeah. I watched the video. It was pretty good. It was pretty good, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are you excited for anything, uh, for coming up? Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega? Okay. Yes. Yes. One hundred percent. I'm hoping that Fozzie is there ringside playing the whole time. Uh, once AEW TV starts up, mm-hmm. what are you looking for out of uh, Chris Jericho? Ooh. Well, what I'm thinking is he'll probably be like a part timer and he'll have an advocate. 
and he'll probably have the belt, but he won't defend like maybe but once or twice a year. So you have no idea how to use Chris Jericho. Is that what you're saying? No, that's like the smart way to that's use your biggest guy. Okay. Like that's if you want ratings and stuff like that's how you use them. Oh. And like he pretends that he doesn't want to be there at all. No idea at all. So is what you're saying. No, like this is no plan. This is a visionary. This is a visionary no plan. plan um, from one of the most brilliant minds in wrestling. So you're hoping to write the show approximately five minutes before the live show. Goes oh, always, air, always. Episodes. Yeah. Okay, as long as we understand each yeah. other. NHP fave Rob Van Dam spoke about Rob Van Dam. Spoke about chair shots Mr. on Sean Waltman's podcast. Van Dam said, So I have mixed feelings about that because one, it's an art form. And for me, I've always appreciated being able to express myself as an artist. I feel that they should know young guys getting in the business if they know that hitting their heads is dangerous and could lead to stuff and they choose to do it anyway. I wouldn't necessarily agree with their choices, but at the same time, I don't think that I would necessarily hate them for it or try to ban them if they want to take shots to the head. It seems unnecessary now, but I don't want to stop. I mean, I don't even want to wrestle, but when I do, I better give it all I've got, you know? The moves that I am going to do are still going to be dangerous. They are still going to be moves that people in the crowd wouldn't be able to survive. Otherwise, what's the point? Oh, RVD. (sighs) Everything he says... It's uh, just the opposite of what he should be saying every single thing. It, 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 maybe it's not wise. Maybe it's not wise. Yeah. Maybe he's taking one too it's, many chair shots to the head. It's an art form. Oh, an art chair, form. Chair pardon, shots. Pardon me, RVD. Yes. Do you have any poop on? <laughs> ah, well, okay. Chair shots to the head at the Louvre. <laughs> Ross and Marshall Von Erich have signed a multi-year deal with uh, Major League Wrestling. The third-generation wrestlers are the sons of Kevin Von Erich and grandsons of Fritz Von Erich. Oh, that's pretty From good. the Von Erich dynasty. Sasha Banks, who is still on hiatus from WWE, recently commented on an Instagram picture of Tessa Blanchard challenging her to wrestle. Banks' WWE status is still unknown. Stirring the pot yeah. at Sasha Banks. Just doing anything Remember, she can to piss off WWE. Sasha Banks during the Saudi Arabia <laughs> event. <laughs> Former SmackDown Women's Champion Carmella stated in a recent interview with Hype Magazine that she has started her own wine brand. The line is called Capo Cagna, which Carmella states is Italian for boss bitch. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that just sounds that delicious. Sounds like it's probably the best wine that you've ever tasted. The Capo Cagna brand will start with wine, but could be expanded to include clothing, accessories, food, beverages, and more. Carmella states the sky is the limit. Sadly, Carmella is a little bit behind because. The Bellas already have cornered the market on the wine. I was going to say that uh, Lana started her oh uh, her, her internet wine business company just a few weeks ago. <laughs> Did she? Oh, it's a plan on words wine. Um, uh, I get it now. I, I get, get it. it. Now. I always have to. Explain well, everybody's my joke. starting a wine company, so that's why yeah. I would believe it. I is, mean, I've is started there Bella wine as well. There is Bella. There's been I knew Bella there was wine. Baby, baby clothes. There's been Bella wine for a while. 
tank tops, I think. Mm -hmm. And there's wine as well. Mm -hmm. I can't remember the name of it, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to get us some Carmella wine and I'm going to get us some Bella's wine. And here at NHP, we're going to have a taste off. I know I'm not the target audience for celebrity endorsed (laughs) wine, Mm -hmm. but Carmella and the Bella's just aren't at the top of my list of people that I would think would create a good wine. Mm Mm-mm. I mean, I don't know. Carmelo's is a boss bitch, apparently. Boss bitch. Yes. Brought to you by the Mother Davis Corporation. <laughs> Carmelo's boss bitch wine. Boss bitch. From the lovely Farms of Boone. Boss bitch. Oh, it's from God. the uh, many vineyards of Long Island. Oh, goodness. Is that not where she's from? I don't know. It yeah. could be Staten. Staten it's one of the garbage islands, that's for sure. <laughs> Speaking of garbage. Oh, my goodness. Double H. Superstar Billy Graham recently demanded an apology from Booker T after T criticized Graham's suggestion that Kofi Kingston should do steroids. T responded via his podcast stating he owes Graham an apology for bringing up his illness, but that Graham needs to do some apologizing of his own. He continued that perhaps Graham doesn't consider steroids a drug, but he does, and T believes steroids contributed to the loss of many wrestlers. T ended by saying, much love to Billy Graham, but he wants Graham to know there is no place in the business for that kind of talk in 2019. Whew, Booker T with the voice of reason. Which, it's an unusual position for Booker T to be in. He's on top of the world right now. In the right, the voice of reason, (laughs) Booker T. First time, first time, first time, (laughs) voice of reason, Booker T. (laughs) Speaking of garbage... A Billy Graham responded to criticism from Kofi Kingston and Booker T this week. Speaking about Kingston, Graham stated, Maybe I'm prejudiced because I'm a bodybuilder all my life and I came in a big man era. I simply mentioned that he should use steroids for a few cycles and go off it to add some muscle mass. Responding to Booker T, Graham stated, First of all, you're lumping my suggestion in with recreational drugs. Then he went through a bunch of medical issues I've had and scolding me about suggesting Kofi to use steroids to enhance his look. Kofi Kinston looks like he weighs 160 pounds. I just threw it out there and he threw the book at me and went through a whole list of illnesses that I've had. You don't know why I had these illnesses since you've not seen the records from the Mayo Clinic Hospital. They won't release the records to you, Booker T. But I love Booker T. He's a legit dude. A real champion, and he was big. At one point in life, he was huge. I'm not saying he took steroids. He probably did, and there's nothing wrong with that. You made a mistake, Booker. You talk like you hated me, Booker T. I'm talking to you, brother. You buried me, brother. But I don't hold a grudge rambling nonsense this week on the rambling of an elderly lunatic with billy graham and if booker t thinks that he is getting billy graham's medical records he's got another thing coming i mean if you want to put it out there that your many diseases have added nothing to do with your rampant (laughs) steroid steroid use you could put it out there (laughs) you don't have to rely on the mayo clinic to do it you could just Go get the papers that the Mayo Clinic printed up that said <laughs> nothing to do with steroids over yeah. here. You, can, you know, you can put that out there. Yeah. It's just lunatic. a naturally enlarged heart. It yeah. has nothing to do with steroids. Okie dokie, Billy Graham. Impact Wrestling announced the, the launch of Impact Plus this week. 
Impact Plus is a multi-platform digital subscription video on-demand service featuring live monthly premium network specials, instant access to over 3,000 hours of Impact Wrestling Library, groundbreaking original series, reality shows, documentaries, exclusive live events from international promotional partners, and historical content from old territories. As of May 1st, Impact Plus is available on all major over-the-top platforms and devices, including web at plusimpactwrestling.com, iOS and Android, Apple TV, Roku, and Amazon Fire for $7.99 a month with a 30-day free trial. Well, that's pretty cool. And 3,000 hours worth of content sounds pretty good. Mm Mm-hmm. But they're neglecting to tell you how much of the TNA Impact content is total crap. Yeah. So, uh, I guess we'll have to see how well how it plays Impact out. Plus works yeah. out. Speaking of Impact Wrestling, the company announced new live shows, including Bash at the Brewery on July 5th at the Freetail Brewery in San Antonio, and A Night You Can't Mist... M-I-S-T, in partnership with House of Hardcore, the event will take place on Sunday, June 8th at the 2300 Arena in Philadelphia. The event will be the second ever Impact Plus event and will feature the return of the Great Muda. Tickets are available now. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Might might have have to take an NHP on the road (laughs) trip. Former WWE and TNA superstar Matt Morgan was elected the mayor of Longwood, Florida. Oh. Got WWE mayors all over. Do you think this is a huge McMahon conspiracy conspiracy to implant mayors in every city of former WWE wrestlers or current? Nobody said they had to be former. Yeah. To following you so far, you take it over at the lower level. Step two, question mark. Step three, profit. <laughs> I would assume, right? You start your takeover at the lower level of mayor and they work their way off the government system mm-hmm. until the McMahons are in charge of the entire government. Mm. And not just the small business association. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, they'll, they'll have the Trumps in charge small, of that. Small, small business administration. <laughs> okay. Eric Trump will be in charge of that one. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Eric and Shane. <laughs> the forgotten songs. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Viceland is doubling down on its wrestling series. Following Dark Side of the Ring, which has posted some of the network's biggest ratings, Viceland will premiere The Wrestlers on May 22nd at 10 p.m. The series will be hosted by musician and wrestling fan Damian Abram from the Canadian punk band Fucked Up. The series will go beyond the world of mainstream wrestling to dive into the vibrant, fascinating, and bizarre subcultures of wrestling. In addition, the network will release extended cuts of the Dark Side of the Ring episodes beginning May 22nd. Fans can tune in to our NHP Goes to the TV series on the Dark Side of the Ring. Episode 1 is available now, and the next two will be available soon. Awesome. I'm very I mean, excited I'm for this. I'm surprised that this is the best-rated Viceland First show. off, documentaries I... are always fun. They're I always great. Viceland existed before. No, who this. even knew? Who I mean, even apparently knew? they have lots of cooking shows. Cooking with shows. Marijuana. Yeah. So, okay. Mm-hmm. And I, it's. I guess it doesn't start so. Guy Fieri at all. You'd be surprised. Yeah, I I am very surprised. Yeah. I would assume it's when I think know, of stoner food, I instantly think of that douchebag. Marijuana Flavor Town. Yeah. Dolph Ziggler tweeted more stand updates on Monday. The naturally curly haired superstar. We'll be making his. We'll be making stops in San Diego, Fort Worth, Plano, and Toronto. Unfortunately, no Philly dates have been announced. Come on, Dolph Ziggler! You fucking asshole! Come, Come to on, Philly. Philly. 
In our last bit of news. Oh my god. Last weekend. It's been so long. Fuck you. Last weekend, Vin Diesel teased that John Cena may be joining the Fast and the Furious franchise. In a video posted to his Instagram from the Toretto Gym, Diesel stated the spirit of Pablo, aka Paul Walker, sent him another soldier to fight for truth and then panned over to Cena. Cena addressed the video this week stating he cannot confirm anything, but if he were to get the opportunity, he would be extremely grateful and promises the folks in the franchise would get his best. Like, that he could ever put out anything bad. In a huge fuck you to The Rock, Vin Diesel (laughs) says that John Cena might be joining their movie franchise. I also love that Vin Diesel has named his gym the Toretto Gym after the (laughs) fictional character. His last name in Fast and Furious is Toretto. (laughs) That's his Fast and the Furious name. Also, that I assumed that they were just... Vin and Paul in these movies. I've never seen Get to now. Real. No. First off, you need to watch all of them. Okay. I have my myself only seen a select number of them. I do a lot of one, skipping two, around. Six, seven, and eight. I've seen one, six, seven, and eight. Oh, okay. You missed two? I, I missed two. Missed I missed three. I missed four and five. Oh, Usually I might have seen five. I have no idea what you well, yeah, because I'm, I'm telling you what I've seen. Except that you don't know what you've seen. Yeah. I, I know roundabout. I know I saw the first <laughs> uh, one. and have seen some of these films. I know I've seen a bunch and of the you later know ones. you name in them. Yeah, of course. Who doesn't? I Get did real. not before this. Oh, my God. What was Paul Walker's name in them? Oh, my God. I can't remember. Uh, I don't know what it is. Is there any NHP news, Constable Cass? Well... NHP on the road, possibly going to Impact and House of Hardcore's A Night You Can't Be Missed at the 2300 Arena on June 8th. Okay. I assume A Night You Can't Be You Can't Missed means they're going to be misting things into the audience. Scents, drugs, sweat, beer. The Great Muda is the wrestler that's known for spitting mist into other wrestlers' eyes. Well, now you've ruined my bit. Oh, I was I was unaware that you knew what was going on. I <laughs> Thanks sure. a lot! Or, I'm not sure if it's a bit. Uh, that's the whole thing. We're blurring the lines between <sighs> fiction and reality. Moving on, NHP <laughs> goes to the TV, possibly extended to include Viceland's new series of wrestlers. Oh, I've ruined everything. You've ruined it all. terrible. You've ruined the end of the most important segment in the show, and now we've got to talk about Raw. Do you want to talk about Raw? No. I mean, we've been going on for a while now, so we'll tr- we can run through Raw, you know, rather quickly. You want to do Raw or no? Well. All right, let's it start. It took place in Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay. I've never been and probably will never go to Cincinnati, Ohio. Wow. Okay. What are your Bold feelings? Statement what are your feelings on the city? I could go anywhere. I don't, you never know. Cincinnati? Cincinnati. I might go there. Who knows? Mm. It's not on the top of my list, but you know, you never know. But Raw opened up with Vincent Kennedy McMahon in the ring, uh, and he was quickly interrupted by Constable Cass's hero, former member of the Shield, uh, Roman Reigns. I call him the big dog. The big dog. Big the, Uncle Oose. The big Oose. The big Oose. The biggest Oose. Who was at himself interrupted by Daniel Bryan. Ugh, little DB. Uh, the the planet's champion, really all of our champions. Well, he's not a champion anymore. Uh, who was also interrupted by spoilers 
We'll get to that later in the episode. Uh, but Kofi, he was interrupted Kofi, by the current champion, Kofi, Kofi Kingston, who, who himself was in turn interrupted by Drew McIntyre. Oh, yeah. The Scottish psychopath. The Scottish Terminator. The Scottish thighs of everyone's dreams. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Vinny O'Mac announced his new wild card rule. Wild which card. three or four wrestlers. Four. Three or four. <coughs> who knows? Uh, to switch brands every week. Uh, mm-hmm. There's no permission involved. No one has, You don't have to get permission from Shane or Vince. You just have to be one of the first three or four to do it that it's a, week. It's like a death race style to get over. Yeah, so whoever to the brand. gets there first, mm-hmm. you know, is allowed on the other show. Which led us to a commercial break, followed up by Vince arguing with AJ, who was then interrupted by current Raw champion Seth Rollins. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Becky. No. Raw Raw champ Universal Champion uh. Seth Rollins. Which leads to Vince. He doesn't even have two belts. Vince put out a a, a match for the end of the night. Rollins versus Styles, not for the end of the night, for very next. Rollins and Styles, who he insists will have to work together, even though he teased them fighting each other two weeks before the pay per view. Uh, they'll have to work together to fight Bobby Lashley and Constable Cast favorite Baron Corbin. Former GM. They're both two of my faves. The team beefcake. It's still living on in the smaller incarnation. It is a smaller incarnation. We've lost Leo Rush. Max seems to be out on his own, but he still is teaming with them a little bit. Leo Rush, he could be back at any Elias. We haven't talked about him. Elias moved to SmackDown. But Wildcard, he could come back and rejoin Team Beefcake at any time. So our what are um, your feelings on the wild card rule? I think it's ridiculous nonsense. <laughs> oh, you're not excited for it? You don't think it's no. going to be a ratings boom? No, just it makes no goddamn sense. Uh, the way it was introduced was insane. The ramblings of an, the brilliant a lunatic. The brilliance the of Mr. McMahon. Of a lunatic. Uh, it just made no goddamn sense. Mm-hmm. And we I... built to it by having. I'm going to disagree. Roman tweet that he was going to show up on Raw? Is that, that was our, that was I, how we got here? Well, he apparently said he wanted to be on Raw, and the, McMahon's, the McMahon said nah. Vince said no. I believe Vince's exact words were nabra, and. At, at the big dog, nabra. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag original bro. <laughs> okay. Hashtag stallion. So the end of our match here had, had AJ uh, leaping from the top rope. Oof. Uh, was going to deliver a phenomenal forearm Oof. to Bobby Lashley. But instead, he accidentally hit uh, Seth Rollins. Accidentally. Accidentally. Apparently accidentally. We we won't know. Maybe we won't know for two weeks. Mm-hmm, Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, he, hit, he hit Seth Rollins, which allowed Baron Corbin to uh, pick up the scraps, pick up Seth Rollins, Hit the end of days and get the pin and the win for Bobby and uh, Baron Corbin. Mm-hmm. The the rightful winners. The rightful winners should have won. Team Beef game. There was no question that okay. they were going to win. Out next, we had Sami Zayn out next. I wasn't even done talking uh, what, about this what match. What more could you say? Well, I was gonna say 
in a general discussion type of topic. Mm-hmm. So, like, our biggest champions right now over on Raw are Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't be in more boring feuds. Truth. Like, they're the two people that, like, the audience is most excited that they won championships. Yes. And they're burying their own champions. Yes, that's true. That's true. Like, <laughs> I, I just am so uninterested yeah. in the AJ, AJ and Seth. Seth will have a great match, but there's, there's the no bu- feud. The build is terrible. There was no, no feud to begin with. Mm-mm. There's no feud at this point. In fact, I think Lacey Evans and Becky, it might be a more interesting, more interesting, even though it still sucks. I mean, at the core, because again, no build, (laughs) right? No build, but at least a distinct heel and face. Yeah, you know, this this could have been a point where it would, you know, we could have been saying, "Oh, this feud turned around this Mm -hmm. night." If AJ just took ownership of having done. The phenomenal forearm on purpose. Yeah, do it on purpose. The, the wishy-washiness of it is uh, the making a face like, oh my gosh, I did that on accident. Yeah. And then leaving the ring mm-hmm. during the tag match for no reason. No, They didn't even follow it up with Charlie. Nothing no. happened. It made no sense. And it didn't advance the feud. When no. they, you know, hit the phenomenal forearm, take ownership, drag Baron Corbin over and lay him on top of Seth. Yeah. You know, just didn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. So up next, we had uh, Sami Zayn, NHP favorite. Skanking his way out. Skanking his way out, trashing the audience. Always. They deserve it. Which brought out, uh, I'll go with NHP not favorite, Braun Strowman. Uh, I like to call him the monster in the bank. Yeah, the monster in the bank. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wasn't that last year? Yeah, but uh, he it's could. This year as well. I'm sure he could get it back. Is he in this match? I don't know. I believe he is. Yeah. Well, then there we go. Monster in the bank. Uh, he roared. He, he chased uh, Sammy through the arena. We yeah, got some trying to give him the hands. Uh, trying to give him the hands for unclear reasons. I think Braun's defending the audience, maybe? Well, he's very. This isn't toxic. I don't he's know. very wishy washy, this Braun German. Yeah. But the one thing he can't stand is. Big mouths. Yeah, I guess. I assume. Yeah. So after, except he hangs out with a lot of big mouths. Yeah. After five minutes of nonsense, Brauna threw Sami Zayn into the trash truck that was, for some reason, well, collecting. Trash he put at Sammy at night. in the dumpster, oh, in dumpster and then the trash collected, collected by a trash. Yeah. In uh, Cincinnati, they collect trash twenty four seven. That makes sense because they're a filthy garbage city. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, it would be too much to collect. Yeah. So, time. what happened with once a week in Cincinnati? Get Trash real. Town, Get USA. real. What happened with this segment was Vince really wanted to top putting KO through a porta potty. Mm-hmm. So he thought, what about if we put his best friend in a dumpster? Mm-hmm. To me, though, it did not live up to the porta potty bit. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you've you know, you're classing the place up. You have. Classy opinions that porta potties beat uh, dumpsters. It was more exciting. I'm glad that we're even discussing porta potties and dumpsters. Thank you, WWE. It's what you would naturally discuss class, about a wrestling show. I, I I think that you know, if I had a billion dollars, I would buy this show. No, a billion dollars over three years. You would buy this show? Yeah, of course. Wouldn't you? WWE? Yeah. Oh no. 
If you were in charge of Fox, you wouldn't want to buy this? No. no. Well, what I would buy is all of the smaller promotions. Uh-huh. And then... And then get them a trash truck, right? Uh, what I was going to say, oh, okay. say is... Then I would hire Vince McMahon to be lead writer. Oh, that is one, destroy the other well shows yeah. from the inside. Oh, Turns out well you've spent. been working with McMahon the whole time. That is a hell of a plan. Yeah. Constable Cass. Up next, we had Constable Cass favorite. Lucha. The Lucha House Party. Lucha. Face uh, some jobbers. And they didn't even say went. their they name did, of. I did not say their name. Yeah. Guy one and guy two. LHP looked, looked great. The tagging, of course, was phenomenal. They flowed so well. They're amazing. They just need better opponents. Yeah, it was fine. I'd love to see them versus the Usos. You think that'd be a good match? Okay. Don't you think? Two great tag teams that are great. Like I- I'd like to see Lucha House Party leave WWE. You're insane. Not because I don't want to see them work. I think they would be much better in a different organization. Well, of organization. course, I'd love to see them uh, on I'd love to see AEW. Grand, Met- Grand Metalik against bandito let's yeah. send them to ring of honor let's send them ring any- of honor or a anywhere that knows how to use <laughs> lucha people like, they don't know how to use lucha wrestlers and it's hurting lucha house party so up next we had ricochet versus roberto rude in uh, a ricochet's uh, money in the bank spot mm-hmm. and there was some back and forth and then Rick took control and got the 630 to win. It was very short. Um, and uh, the second so, half of the 50-50 booking from last week's uh, Robert Rude win over Ricochet, I guess. So it was pretty pointless. Pretty because pointless. why even put it on the line if you know what's going to happen? Just cut that out. Why even have the match? You don't need to give them the week off. Yeah. If you're not, do- if you're not advancing the storyline, don't have it. Yeah. Next... We had Lacey Evans, Queen of Hats, versus Allie Katrina, the Jabber. Um, Naomi, Natty, Dana Brooke, and Alexa Bliss were watching from ringside. It was a two-second match. Lacey Evans wins, obviously. Uh, Lacey Evans says she'll win at Money in the Bank, and if any of the women ringside cash in on her when she's champ, they will lose. Becky Lynch interrupts. They brawl. Lacey Evans runs away to escape the disarmor. Okay, at least a little bit of a little bit on of the story a little here. bit of story, I, mean, I guess. A little bit. They nothing they, great. They advanced a little bit of at the least feud, Becky and then got a little bit of her toughness back from also a couple bad weeks against yeah. Lacey. So also uh, managed to get all the money in the bankers out to be seen in yes. their own segment. So I guess we won't see them for the next two weeks before. The I mean, I was going to say, I don't know why they wouldn't have just had a tag team match between yeah. the four. Like, I guess there was too many garbage men's matches. They couldn't That's include true. a second women's match. a lot match. of garbage on Raw this week. And so. one women's match. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a garbage match, too. Yeah. Garbage jobber match. Mm-hmm. None of these women could have just stepped up and said, I'll face Lacey Evans. You know, like, yeah. ugh. Garbage writing all around for the ladies. So in another jobber match, we had the Viking House Party With, up against whoa, the Jobbers. Whoa, the Hawk champs, Rider. the tag team oh, champs, Hulk Rider. Get real, Jobbers, former uh, former rated R superstar sidekicks. I am getting heated up. Zach Ryder, heated, and, and Hawkins 
the Viking House Party, uh, Viking Experience, the Raiders, whatever their names are. They are the Viking Raiders, but the Viking their Raiders. finisher is a Viking oh, Experience. The Viking Experience. And they hit the Papa Power Slam, the Viking Experience, on Hawk Rider. Uh, Hawk Rider looked good, though, because they yeah, they uh, were isolating the big one yeah. and working them over in the corner, really showing they could tag together well. Mm-hmm. Proving why they deserve a to be psychology. the tag team champs. Uh, yeah, uh, psychology over fists. That's true. Books, not fists, as yeah, that's not. their motto. One thing that really stuck out for me, and it's happened a couple times, I hate when tag teams do the touching each other's shoulder pose during the pin. Oh, yeah, so, I hate that, too. Uh, when It's a Legion of Doom thing. Yeah. Like, it, yeah, it makes for a great photo op, but it's clearly against the rules. Yeah. Like, why does the ref continue to count to three when... He should be throwing them out. Yeah, he should say, you can't both mm. be pinning someone. Even though, you know, I'm only touching my partner do you, who's on top of the person that we're pinning. Do you think it's special Viking house party rules? I've seen other people get away with this kind of crap. I think that there's similar thing has happened with Lucha House Party. And you not see, my boys. Yes, yeah. Not my. Yes, they would never boys. cheat. They would. I'm never. not saying that anybody is cheating, but it is against the rules. But it it's just cheating. Make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Uh, I'm not saying I'm a nerd and a stickler for the rules and a I'm hall not, monitor. I, I just like I a am. little bit of continuity. <laughs> Fine, whatever. Uh, well, we Roman Reigns versus Drew Garbage McIntyre. Whoa! You don't have to take. Your feelings about the terrible Viking Raiders out on my boy, Matt. I don't like wrestling, but I loved Drew McIntyre. Well, you've seen him, and... <laughs> I don't know. What do you got there? Go ahead, Constable Cass. He's, first off... He's got thighs, I know So that. handsome. He's got those muscular thighs. Mm, he's got a leather duster. He's got a leather sleeveless duster mm-hmm. with studs and chains he's got chest so he's from hair a 90s vampire movie no he's from first off it's called hellraiser blade trinity it's from clive barger's hellraiser mm-hmm. he happens to be a cenobite who moonlights as a wrestler because he needs some money All needs right. a little extra cash on the so, side drew and roman who are actually an exciting and rather new match at least singles were quickly interrupted by Shane O'Mac and Elias, who are mad that Roman punched uh, Vince two or three weeks ago. I don't know. They attacked Roman Reigns. Luckily for Roman, star of the roster, Miz was available to run out. The Hollywood A-lister. Yeah, the Hollywood A-lister was somehow pried himself away from the many blockbusters that he is currently starring in to uh, attack Shane. Uh, Shane ran to the back. There was a bunch of nonsense, and uh, Shane uh, hopped in a a limo and drove away. I think the most ridiculous part of this ridiculous interruption was when Shane was running through the back and Charlie Caruso jumped out of nowhere to interview Shane mid-running from Miz. (laughs) Shane! Shane! Can you tell me what's happening? Bitch, what? The Miz just punched me and I'm running, running away. away. And he didn't even respond. He just kept running. Yeah. Sick of you, Charlie. Yeah. All right. Uh, up next. Weren't you traded to SmackDown? Um, yeah. <laughs> up next. We were going to get the Revival versus the Good Brothers. Uh-oh. But 
That didn't happen because out came Ooh, so former SmackDown tag team champions who known pranksters, known pranksters. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Wait until you hear this funny one. What? What you gonna do, Oose? They bought a icy hot company and changed the name of the of the medical product icy hot to Oosey hot. Oh my god! I love oh it god. already. I love it already. It's, a, it's it's a bottle of icy hot that they glued pictures of themselves on and wrote Oosey hot. How in much do you think the bidding is going for on the Oosey hot? Well, I'll pay anything. More importantly, if you go to saltybitchclothing.com, you mm-hmm. can get the revivals what? FTR underpants. With icy hot, oozy hot, excuse me, still in the crotchal area. Because as we all know, if you coat the inside of someone's underwear with oozy hot, that's a wonderful prank. Well, yes, it is hilarious. Once, once they start sweating and those guys are sweaty, they've they've shaved all their body hair off. It is definitely like a classic Revenge of the Nerds type of prank that you yeah. expect from the Usos. And... It was hilarious, and it was first off water activated. So there were <laughs> water activated. <laughs> the sweat oh they were sweating really bad in their crotches was the first implication, and yeah. that's uh, before the match even started. Their crotches got really heated up from seeing how hot the Good Brothers looked, and so they started burning up. And then they tried to pour water on them to relieve it, and that's when. <laughs> Those pranksters revealed it was water activated, uh, and their crotches drink that water. The crotches were literally on fire. They had oh, to run goodness. to the back. Oh my oh, goodness! Oh my god! It was everything. We have spent plenty of time on. Well, this, this was nonsense. the Good Brothers had to stand in the ring the whole time, waiting for their contracts to run out. Oh my so <laughs> much like Drake Maverick, the Good Brothers peed their pants laughing in the <laughs> ring oh my goodness and then they just kept checking their calendars yes is it september yet is it whenever aew time it? yet <laughs> whenever we're out of our contract can we uh, go back to new japan please the conga music started playing no way after weeks jose. of not seeing no, no way, way jose. jose surely he's coming out for a big win and a huge push first no of- way jose and the conga line they announced they didn't announce this match. No way Jose just came out. They didn't announce an opponent for him either. That's what I was going to say. No opponent announced. So I you think he was just going to do the conga line around the ring and then go back to backstage. I think it was supposed to be a match. Uh, well, in any case, no match happened because Lars Sullivan. Uh-oh. The uh, big dog. Put down his Twitter phone. And came out. Whoa. Yeah. He has a Twitter phone? Yeah, Twi- he has a, a- Twitter branded? It's it's specifically for his intellectually stimulating tweets. First off, I have no idea what you're talking oh, about. I don't know either. I don't follow anything online. No, really? I don't have a Twitter phone. Oh, my goodness. Um. <laughs> so, Lars Sullivan managed to beat up everyone in the conga line. Whew, even the no hot dog? Jose. Everyone. Everyone. Whew. Hot dog, hamburger, cheeseburger, everybody. Um, my favorite part was when you could hear really loud from the audience someone yelling, attack the hot dog attack next! Attack the hot dog! <laughs> my cholesterol is too high! Which I is have no self-control! Which is what you want from the audience to be completely bored and just shouting random shit. Uh, here, uh, a little, a little secret knowledge, mm-hmm. um, I'll drop Was that you. Vince? It was Daniel Bryan. Get uh, the hot dog! <laughs> Tear him apart. 
<laughs> tofu only. He's made of byproducts and pesticides. All right. Up next. In our main event. In our main event. We had WWE champion. We should get a little ring bell for our main ding, event. Ding, ding. Yeah. Uh, Kofi Kingston took on Daniel Bryan in a rematch. From WrestleMania. From WrestleMania. That was what I was trying to spit out. I couldn't get it out there. Uh, and after a hard-fought match with several submission situations from Daniel Bryan, several times it looked like he might be able to have the label lock or the yes lock on uh, I Kofi call Kingston. it the bank statement. The bank statement. Uh, Kofi hit the Trouble in Paradise for the win to retain the WWE Championship. And that's the end of Raw. Ready for SmackDown. What did you think of Raw? I thought Raw sucked. Did you sucked think really it was worse than last week's, which we skipped because both shows were so bad last week? Do you think it was an improvement? I'm going to say... Slightly? I, I, I think it, I, I'm going to call them the same. Ooh, I think they both sucked. I thought it was slightly better. What which which of these segments did you enjoy? Uh no, I just thought overall it, it's not that I particularly enjoyed anything. I just didn't want to throw up the entire time. There was so much bad comedy and uh, just I skits and shtick. Live for the bad comedy and the skits. You're a bad and person. the backstage nonsense. You and it's Vince. everything I want. You are I really want. entertained. By the Uzi Hot. Uzi Hot was the best part you, of the show. You suck. I mean, you stink. Last, we didn't even mention person. last week when the Usos called the revival shaving each other's backs. I <laughs> didn't mention that, but I did say that both episodes were terrible. So, yes. They, this did have a Classic. nice championship match between Kofi and Daniel Bryan. Yes. That's about what this episode had going for it. I really. Sammy um, in a trash truck like this. Sammy in a trash truck. I Vince is a it. genius. This was brilliant. a terrible He's rock. brilliant. No, it's terrible. And you're a bad person what? for even pretending to like I'm it. I'm not even pretending. So after, uh, up next, we had SmackDown. Uh, we opened with AJ. And, Wild card. And Sammy. Yeah, Raw superstar AJ Styles is <laughs> back on SmackDown with Sammy Zane. Raw, Raw superstar. superstar. <laughs> and uh, SmackDown superstar Kofi Kingston. And we set up a triple threat main event for tonight Mm -hmm. with AJ, Sammy, and Kofi after uh, Sammy said he was more deserving. And AJ said he was more deserving. And Kofi said, let's have a triple threat. I actually didn't mind. I usually don't like the talking at the top of the show. It's usually quite boring. But these three, well, four because Xavier Woods was there, Mm -hmm. are all so... It was fun. Yeah. They got to clown on each other, and they yeah, were they clearly having fun because out Sammy for being in a trash can. Last they were night. breaking uh, and smiling a little bit throughout, so it was clearly you could feel that it was fun for them. So it felt fun for you, and it set up a rather new, a new match that new we haven't match. seen I yet. Haven't seen this, I can't remember ever seeing this before. Mm-mm. Even take Sammy out of the equation. I don't remember the last time we saw AJ and Kofi, Kofi. in a singles match. Mm-mm. I mean, during the like three the weeks of gauntlets yeah. we did, but that's not really no. a whole match. So this was interesting. Uh, first match of the night had two Money in the Bank participants in Andrade, formerly Cien Amos, and Ali, with formerly Selena. Mustafa. With Selena Vega, don't with forget. With Selena Vega there. Uh, I'm surprised they haven't shortened it to Zelina. This was I was excited for this. Are you were you were you excited for this? 
I was. I and love Andrade. Since, I love Zelina Vega. And of course, since we were excited, it was really, really it was short. Very short. And garbage human being Randy Orton came out and RKO. RKO out of nowhere. There was three. Three, three RKO. RKO out of nowhere. I was hoping for the fourth on Zelina. Yeah. But we didn't get it. And I feel that's such a cop out. Yeah. Just let him RKO everybody out there. Women, men, whoever. Yeah. Dogs, dragons. Everyone. And honestly, even if we're going to say in some imaginary world that Randy is too stand up of a guy to fight back. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, right. why, why wouldn't <laughs> Zelina have attacked him yeah like why do the women who are full-fledged wrestlers in their own right mm-hmm. we've seen Zelina, you know do you know backflips and kicks and and she has attacked guys before and has she... attacked men before why did she cower in front of randy orton yeah like it's well fine. it's fine if randy orton is able to rko people from behind and they don't notice him coming but why it's out of nowhere cowering from him? well yeah. because it's the most Deadly yeah, move. Deadly viper. It's the most deadly move in come out all of wrestling. You don't see it coming. The diamond. I mean, the RKO. <laughs> and it kills you. All right. It's broken necks everywhere. So, up next, Shane McMahon. Here comes the money. Is going to announce money, money, the money, new money, money, SmackDown money. Tag Team Champion. Who, before you say who it was, mm-hmm. who did you think it was going to be? I-, I was guessing it was going to be somebody that had helped uh shane before mm-hmm. so i was looking for uh the b team or sanity but mm-hmm. as we have already discussed sanity is broken up now mm-hmm. and the b team is the b team uh i was thinking it was going to be shane and a friend oh shane of friends that's what was that yeah i don't know who it would have been um but somebody well without spoiling who it was mm-hmm. since the tag team that it was came out to a singles Music, I did think that there was a possibility that it was going to be Shane and Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. but it was, in fact, Daniel Bryan and Rowan. Rowan. And But as Shane was about to hand the titles to Daniel Bryan and Rowan, the Usos came out and said, Ooh, hey, Usos? no way, not going to disrespect those titles that mm-hmm. we worked hard to earn as we earned many times, that... The New Day has worked hard to earn. That even the bar mm-hmm. has worked hard to earn. You're not going to just give them to Daniel Bryan. Even They even said Shane worked hard to earn. Yeah. This is why the Usos are the best in WWE. Because they got... And they're the worst. Because they do the no. Uzi Hot thing. They're the best because so the they've got the comedy. Raw with the Uzi Hot. They've got the comedy. That was not comedy. They've got the... It was the, the hijinks, the pranks, the looks, the skills, and the respect for the business, and the respect for their fellow superstars, even the perceived heels. They're the uh, best. So uh, Daniel Bryan beat the best team <laughs> along with Rowan. Well, Rowan got the pin on the Usos. They cheated, and uh, so they are have now earned the right to be. We got Smackdown to see tag team champion. An Uso super kick party. That's true, we did. So many super kicks. Uh, So Shane came back out to hype the Money in the Bank match, and for the second night in a row, was attacked by The Miz. That rascal. And uh, this time, Shane was saved by the former Miz Taraj, the Mm B-team, who, you know, I thought maybe they were going to be the new SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Uh, They came out... Uh, but they were immediately laid out by the Miz. No, of no offense for the B team, mm-hmm. but that did give 
Shane a split second to uh, go and get himself a steel chair and attack the Miz. And I just want to point out, this will definitely be a fine, possibly a firing for the Miz, as he was the fifth Raw Superstar to crossover. That is true. He could... We had AJ. We had Sammy. We had the Usos. Oh, three and four. I Mm -hmm. got it. Trixie. He could always argue in court that the Usos count as one tag team. That's true. But it is two superstars. That is true as well. And it was specified only four superstars. Unless there are really, you know, more of a Haley and Iris Mills situation where they are actually one person. I was going to say, could it be that it's only Jimmy and um, he holds a body length mirror next Mm -hmm. to him to pretend he has a twin? It's all possible. And it's an optical illusion. We all see two. So Jay is imaginary? Yes. And Jimmy is real. Yeah. It's interesting. Up next, we finally got another women's match. We had Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose uh, taking on Ember Moon and Carmella. Mandy. In a new new team up of Mm -hmm. Ember and Carmella. Mm -hmm. Uh, All these are all the money in the bank. These are the money in the bank women, Mm -hmm. I believe. Oh, no, wait. Well, not Sonya. It's somebody else besides Sonya. Oh, yeah, it's not Sonya. It's another person. Bailey? 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 I can't remember. Mm, I can't remember. I don't think it's Bailey. No. Uh, Somebody. Somebody else. Not Sonya. Mandy hit the face buster on Ember for the win, which drew out Paige and Kyrie Sane and Asuka. Mm -hmm. They came out to the ramp and set a match for next week with Mandy and Sonya Deville. Which, it's fine. It's fine. This was, um, you know, a, a better women's match than on Raw. Yeah, I feel like... And they're building a little bit of a feud that doesn't involve the title, which I'm always interested yeah. in. Let's build more feuds that I was going to say, titles. you get the little bit of the feud between Paige and her former friends and Paige uh, and her new, new friends. friends. Yeah. And then once Paige and her new friends beat the old friends, then they're in line to then have the shot at the titles. Yeah, Although, but at least there's some story going yeah. on. My girls, the Iconics, missing from both shows this week. That's true. Where were the tag titles? Do you think we're uh, uh, going to get any more uh, relevance to Sonya giving Mandy the money in the bank spot? I thought that it was, gonna it was going to be something this week. And then it didn't. But then she sacrificed herself again this week mm-hmm. for Mandy by taking the dive from Ember Moon That's on the true. outside. That's true. So I assume it's. It was building last week. This, It'll right? build this week where they're taking the dive. And then next week, which the is the week, week before Money in the Bank, is she's going to have the therapist come in yeah. and deal with or uh, Sonya's. She beats the shit out of Mandy and Mandy can't compete. Ah, okay. She takes her spot. Or she oh, demands. You're writing a good story. Or she demands a match with Mandy for the Money in the Bank spot, as we saw somebody else vying for the Money in the Bank That's spot. That's true. So she demands She's a match. She's the Bobby Roode in this situation. Yeah, but she wins. Ah. And then that sets up uh, the Mandy Sonia feud. Yeah. All good ideas. Mm-hmm. All good ideas. Better than uh, what uh, some writers come up with. That is true. I won't say any names. I'm not saying it was Vince, but it was somebody. But it was somebody. All right. In a continuation of us taking all of the leftover Braun Strowman bits that they didn't use before and giving them to Lars Sullivan, uh, he threw Matt Hardy into a bathroom. 
That's what happened. Leftover? Yes. This is fresh material. This is not fresh material. Fresh material. This is a rehash for of the KO their in a, upcoming in an, uh, outhouse. Up and coming superstar Lars Sullivan. Up and coming superstar Lars Sullivan. Uh, threw Matt Hardy into a bathroom and power bombed R through through a table after R Truth and uh, Matt Hardy seemed to be making some kind of team up, I guess, to complain about Lars Sullivan. And that was that. That was that whole segment. Mm-hmm. And then we, that which brings us to our SmackDown main event, a triple threat with Kofi Kingston, Sami Zayn, and AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. And it looked like Sami had a real chance to uh, swoop in and steal the WWE, especially with that KO assist. And KO came in and attacked <laughs> Xavier, mm-hmm. which was very distracting for Xavier's good friend Kofi Kingston. Poor. Xavier Woods. Poor Xavier Woods. K.O. <laughs> keeps attacking him. It, it's and not even him that he's feuding with. Bombing him onto the hardest part of the ring. That is true. It's the very hardest part of the mm-hmm. ring. Uh, that distraction allowed Sammy to hit the blue thunder on Kofi three mm. times. I was going to say not once. Not twice. Not twice. Three times. Three times. Getting three two counts. Three two counts. And in his frustration during the third two count, that led to Kofi hitting the trouble in paradise. Same as last night, and once again, retaining the WWE Championship. WWE Championship. Uh, Leading into his match with KO at Money in the Bank. What did you think of SmackDown this week? I thought SmackDown was much improved. Yeah, I would agree. Um... In the past Last two weeks, weeks three, SmackDown three, was god awful. Out of four episodes, I definitely fell asleep during. Yeah, uh, both Rawls and this this and last week's SmackDown and this week's. Uh, yeah, it was all all yeah. pretty bad, but all it bad, was much improved. But at least SmackDown was improved. And this week's Raw was or this Raw week's SmackDown was, was better slightly better. Was. And by slightly, I mean just a one millimeter bit. better. Yeah, just a SmackDown bit. was quite improved. We'll say okay. that. My favorite of the week, I would give it to being the elite. Of course. <laughs> of course. And now we come. Because you love skits and hate wrestling. Yes. So, yes, I can see why you liked being the elite. Yes. It's 15 minutes of skits. That's why all of my parts of the show are just about involve the all the nonsense. Okay. okay. <laughs> Speaking of nonsense, we've got best and worst of Vexy Johnson. nonsense. We had Miz. Your favorite part <laughs> when Matt Hardy went into the bathroom. I did love that. Oh god. I don't even remember that actually. Oh goodness. <laughs> well, we'll get to it. Okay. So Miz was sitting in a folding chair backstage waiting for Shaman Command to show up at Raw. There was no words. Was he it. just sat. That's the best. Uh, Natty and Naomi are in the locker room. They received invitations to join Lacey Evans ringside in formal ring attire. Ooh. Dana Brooks joined them and says she got an invite too. The invites are sent out like peach cobbler, and they all agree Lacey has to go. That that was a very weird segment, mm-hmm. and all of them they all seemed like uh, they were forced to do it. That they you know. Sour grapes, you know, it mm-hmm. seemed like, like... I think because it was such a bad... It was a bad... I'm not saying that all those people are jealous, mm-hmm. but the segment was written in a way... I think that they were supposed to be the faces of the segment, mm-hmm. but they all just sounded, like, so jealous mm-hmm. and so spoiled, like... Yeah. Why did this girl skip us in line? Huh. Yeah. She skipped you, because you're not that entertaining. Whoa. 
Dana Brooke? In the story. In the story. Okay. I think everyone that is in WWE is at the pinnacle of wrestling. You're you're doing something. Yeah. Yeah. And Rey Mysterio and his son high five Heath Slater. So we got to see where Heath Slater was. Um, Samoa Joe (laughs) following Dominic Mysterio and accosts him. He says Dominic Mysterio embarrassed him last week and he demanded he give his dad a message for him. Samoa Joe said, tell him I'm looking forward to that money in the bank match next week. Okay. Yeah. Another bad. Yeah. Bad bit. Nothing happened. Yeah. No advancement to the storyline. In a hilarious backstage nonsense, the Usos were seen peeking out of the men's locker room. The coast was clear, so they snuck out, and you could tell they were up to no, no good. good. Those tricksters. <sighs> Those rascals. Uh, Firefly Funhouse again. Um, the buzzard is eating something in a box. The witch wants to know what is going on. The buzzard ate the rabbit because he was trying to force the buzzard to adhere to his bohemian waves or something like that. Uh, Bray Wyatt. Weirdness. Re- Weirdness. Yeah. Bray Wyatt rewards him with a sad indoor picnic with catatonic children. The catatonic children was pretty interesting. What did you, what do you think of these Firefly Funhouse things? Because the way I bring it up is people online are going batshit for them. Mm-hmm. They love them. I think and they're just responding to something that's so different yeah, from what we've been seeing. I am not feeling them at all. Really? I feel at all? at all. I feel like my problem is I can see so much potential in them and that they're not living up to what I would do. Well, that's different than I'm not feeling them at all. Yeah, I don't feel them at all. Like when they come on, I roll my eyes and I'm like this shit again. Mm. So I'm not feeling them at all. Okay. I'm just explaining why I think I'm not feeling them. Mm-hmm. It also could be because I have no attachment to Bray Wyatt, and lots of people seem to love him, but mm-hmm. I don't get it. <laughs> From what I saw with him and Matt Hardy, he's mad. Well, that's not the, not the best of Bray Wyatt. So. I know, yeah. but that was the last thing that we've seen from him. Okay, so okay, it's meh. fair. You're allowed to like and dislike what. You so want. you're you're loving it, just like I'm him. not loving it. Oh, I, but I I ba-da, wouldn't ba-da, say ba-da. I'm not there for it at all. Mm-hmm. There's varying degrees of. Like it's not Lars Sullivan. Mm-hmm. That's something I I'm not loving at all. Not loving I hate that? that. No, he's garbage and a garbage person. And I don't care for a big guy came out and beat people up. But everyone fights gets finishers. No, none of those people even fight back. <laughs> Lars Sullivan fights gets finishers. Yeah. Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, our truth. <laughs> Jeff Hardy fights gets new knee. Yeah, all all just. Crying in the back. Mm-hmm. Not everybody fighting. Okay, what's next? Seth Rollins backstage is mad at AJ Styles. He says the next time AJ walks away from him, it'll be with two black eyes and a broken face. Okay. Fuck off, Seth Rollins. Pretty much. So lame. Everything. Yeah, such a lame comeback. So lame. Very middle schoolish. Yeah. Vince McMahon on the phone with someone talking up his brilliant wild card rule. He says that. Only three people will be able to cross over, or there will be fines or suspension, or he might even fire someone. Then Lars Sullivan walks in, and Vince McMahon uh, says, uh, let's make that four. Ridiculous. Cassandra's favorite thing. Yeah. I love skits. Kevin Owens, from his car, says he doesn't want to deal with this crap on his birthday, so he is headed home. Good for him. Tricked us all. Everybody should take their birthday off. Tricked us all. Everybody should take their birthday off. Ali had a... Certainly tricked the new day. 
had a weird selfie promo in the dark outside, says something about searching for the light or whatever. Finn Baylor from a cold, dreary Irish beach says after Money in the Bank, he'll be known as Finn Two Belts. Oh, everybody's trying to jump on the Two Belts bandwagon. (laughs) I'm jumping on the Four Belts bandwagon. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You're going to be both tag team champions? Yes. All by yourself? Yeah. Good for you. Or I'll have the Universal, the WWE, and both women's belts. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Top that, Finn. You'll have to beat two of your favorites and Seth Rollins. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) I think I can do it. I think I can take them all. Um, Lil DB and Rowan walking backstage. Lil DB says they will be the Planet's tag team champions. I myself would have gone with Planeteers. But... They just have to fix the titles. I'm hoping for those hemp belts. Hopefully. Heavy. hoping for the hemp titles. Heavy machinery creepily congratulate them. They just kind of congratulated them and then stared at them. They didn't do any. There wasn't even any Bill Dozer nonsense. No. (sighs) Wasted. Nothing at all. Wasted. Another shitty Alistair Black promo. He seems upset about something. And he sounds like a 15-year-old goth kid writing poetry. Immediately tuned him out. And Kayla is interviewing Matt Hardy and R-Truth. Um, they talk about Lars Sullivan and his bear trap hands. Oh, and that he is a monster. Lars Sullivan is right behind them. He beats the shit out of them. And way to warn them, Kayla. I think Kayla might be working with Lars Sullivan. Oh. Oh. Yeah, gonna get that rumor going. Let's get that out there. Working with and dating. I'm starting that. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And that brings us to the best and worst things the announcer said. said. Roman Reigns showed up here on a Monday night yard. Cole. Cole, that is awful. (laughs) This is the worst. That's not even a dad joke. That's terrible, Cole. That's awful. Um, I hope Vince forced you to say that. <laughs> what a start to what Vince McMahon promises will be a raw for the ages. Ooh. Cole again. Jesus Christ, Cole. <laughs> uh, let's hear it for me. I'm brilliant. Vince McMahon about the wild card rule and himself in general. Uh, the Vince ca- is not an announcer. <laughs> but go- it had, go to go, had to go somewhere. It had to go somewhere. We'll say former announcer. Best shit talk. <laughs> I'm the best! Uh, the chemistry between Baron Corbin and Bobby Lashley is deadly right now. <laughs> Renee Young. What the fuck, Renee? Uh, AJ Styles and his... I love them both more than Dean. <laughs> AJ Styles and his devil-may-care attitude <laughs> may have cost Seth Rollins the win. Cole. <laughs> That's my favorite, I think, most hilarious of the week. That is, that's a gem. <laughs> You've redeemed yourself, Michael Cole. AJ Styles and his devil, devil make hair attitude. Yeah. Uh, Man, that may, really builds them up as larger-than-life superheroes. <laughs> their devil make hair attitude. I think the only jealousy, Renee, is that Robert Roode won't give you the time of day. <laughs> Corey Graves. Oh, sorry, Cole. <laughs> Corey's taking home top honors over here. Uh, this is actually- How could I forgot that Robert Root match that contained that gem? Uh, this is actually the first invite Dana Brooke has received to anything in about <laughs> six months. Corey Graves. 
<laughs> and then either Cole or Renee is like, what are you talking about, K- Corey? She was in a match last week. Yeah. And I'm at a party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're just they're just saying whatever they want. We gotta mm-hmm. fill three hours. Yeah. Can someone tell me where Charlie Caruso got her journalism degree from? <laughs> Corey Graves after Charlie jumped out of nowhere backstage. Charlie out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, oh. The three most deadly letters in sports entertainment just claimed two more victims. <laughs> Corey Graves about the RKO. Oh my goodness. And in our last bit. The superstar shakeup was awesome, Corey Graves. <laughs> and I wrote, sure, Jen. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Whatever Corey. you say, Vince. All righty. And that brings and us to. Shit talk of the week. The shit best talk shit talk of, of the week. week. Shit talk of the week. Vince McMahon has had his spoiled children I'm running around trying to run the show. Ooh. Roman Reigns. Ooh, Roman. Um, there is nothing about Monday Night Raw that is fun. <laughs> little TV. Brock Lesnar. Oh, little TV. Why would I even watch this show? Yeah, watch this show. Uh, <sighs> imagine if you had to do a podcast about it. <laughs> there is nothing fun nothing. about Raw. Uh, if nobody has this under control, I guess it's up to Drew McIntyre. This, <laughs> this is... <laughs> well, hey, cowpoke. I guess it's time for Drew McIntyre. <laughs> This is not SmackDown Live presents Monday Night Raw. <laughs> Drew McIntyre to everyone in general. And uh, oh, Drew, you got yourself drafted to SmackDown Live so you could duck Drew McIntyre. You're an egomaniac, and I'm gonna claim our your ass back down to earth. Drew McIntyre to Roman Reigns. <laughs> I love this new new speaking in the third person bit. Uh, it's so hilarious. Let me tell you what Drew, Drew McIntyre, McIntyre thinks of that, Roman Reigns. <laughs> Let me tell you about Drew McIntyre's leather sleeveless duster. It's his favorite sleeveless leather duster. Mm-hmm. Uh, you say Smack, <laughs> you say SmackDown Live is the house AJ Styles built, but it was fine when you got there, and it's been fine since you left. Seth Rollins. Boom. Boom. How did no one think of that? For the two years, years that AJ was saying that. <laughs> yeah. so started in the 23rd season <laughs> of SmackDown. No one thought to say. 99% I would... of Seth is cornball. But that was that, a good burn. Yeah. I don't want to be here either. I would rather be anywhere. But here on my day off, surrounded by a bunch of Kentucky Fried Hillbillies. Sami Zayn to the WWE Universe. So, so far, Brock Lesnar doesn't want to watch Raw. Daniel Bryan thinks that nothing fun, fun happens on Raw, mm-hmm. and Sami Zayn would rather be anywhere, anywhere else. else. <laughs> Not a good track yeah. record with your employees, Mm-mm. WWE. Your toxic ego has spiraled out of control, Sami Zayn to AJ Styles, and I wrote, get out of my brain, Sammy." <laughs> uh. For God's sake, you smell like a foot. AJ Styles to Sami Zayn. Oh, the worst uh, shit talk of the week. Yeah. You tried. You get the third grade schoolyard <laughs> yeah. with AJ Styles. You smell like a foot. AJ, please don't tell me you're coming out here again talking about your architectural contributions to SmackDown Live. <laughs> this is the house that AJ Styles built. We get it, <laughs> Kofi Kingston. <laughs> That might have been my Bravo. favorite. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what, Kofi? 
You smell like a foot. <laughs> gotcha. In the immortal words of Ice Cube, AJ, you better check yourself before you wreck yourself <laughs> and save your woods. <laughs> Bravo. Yeah, Vince, we don't need the script. We're just going to say whatever the hell we want to. <laughs> Serious question, Sammy. What is that smell? <laughs> Goofy Kingston. And you smell like my 10th grade sock drawer, Xavier Woods to Sami Zayn. In two weeks, I will win the Money in the Bank ladder match and become El Señor Dinero in El Banco. Andrade, I loved that. Bravo. Yeah. The big dog, Roman Reigns, said that this is his yard and we could slide by whenever we feel like it. And because of your brilliant, brilliant, innovative daddy, we now got the Usos wild rule. <laughs> the Usos on why they are on SmackDown Live. Let me tell you a little something about Usi hat. <laughs> Quiet down, please. I want to make this quick so I can leave Louisville as fast as possible. <laughs> Listen, unlike all of you, I have a very important job, so allow me to do it. Shane McMahon to the WWE Bravo, Universe. Jade. It was a good bit for him. I uh, might have you come out with Sami Zayn next right? week. Right? <laughs> I used to represent you two trollops, but I've traded up. <laughs> way up. <laughs> Page to Mandy Whoa. and Sonya. Whoa. It was really harsh for Whoa. a non-heel team. <laughs> trollops? Hey, I predicted a couple weeks ago that Paige was going to be the new Paul Heyman, and she's coming through for us. Uh, she is coming hard. Yeah. She is the new advocate for all of WWE. Oh, Paige. Mandy and Sonya are barely coming into their own <laughs> in the promo department. You can't come out with the heat. <laughs> Tone it back Paige's a little bit. Paige's bringing it. <laughs> you two trollops. I traded up. <laughs> Way whoa, up. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> and that brings us to everybody's favorite part of the week. Fa 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 fashion break. Fashion break. Vince McMahon, in a rare fashion break appearance, lands on the list for his terrible brown suit, blue shirt, and gold paisley tie. What a mess. Mm, didn't like that one. Nope. You prefer the one with the, like, giant shoulders that are I, several inches off of his shoulders? Yes. Yeah. I love when he wears the giant suits, the, the talking heads, style. the talking, the talking head style. suits, the David Byrne suits. Yes. Okay. I love that. Okay. Corey Gra <laughs> Graves is no longer sporting his signature bleached and faded quaff. Graves now has a very short cut, and I, for one, think it is a downgrade. I miss the old mess. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. It was a look, but it was his look, you know? He really owned it. Renee Young was wearing a Miss Elizabeth tee, a black leather jacket, and yellow lace pencil skirt. She looked amazing, but she always does. Lacey Evans invited Naomi, Natty, Dina Brooke, and Alexa Bliss to the ring in their formal ring attire. <laughs> their formal ring attire. Naomi wore a neon yellow shorts jumpsuit, and she looked like a summery goddess. Natty wore a black velvet blazer over a black tee with jeans and black over-the-knee boots, looking basic as hell. Dana Brooke... <laughs> Dana <business> Brooke... very <laughs> casual. <laughs> Dana Brooke wore a black and white checkered crop top with a red trim paired with white cargo pants and a red belt. Ob's from Fergie's 2005 closet. <laughs> 
And Alexa Bliss wore a silver gray snakeskin leather jacket, black tee, black leather shorts, over-the-knee boots, and braided pigtails. She's a stunner. She always looks good. Bray Wyatt wore a brown argyle sweater from the little DB oatmeal dad fashion line, <laughs> aging hipster realness. Elias was wearing the skimpiest black tank. It was cut super low on the sides with the thinnest straps. Such a beefcake. <laughs> Carmella has blonde hair again. She is looking gorge and summer ready. I'm good. Good for her. Yeah. And that is was that your fashion, f- 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 fashion break. break. And that brings us to Push It. Push It Real. I've got a couple. Okay. Ember Moon, she better win the money in the bank and become champ. That's okay. what I want from her. Nikki Cross, where is she? Where is Nikki Cross? Riot Squad, where are they? Where are they? Iconics, where, where are, are they? they? Are he... we pushing the entire women's division? <laughs> kind of. Okay. And Heat Sleater and Rhino. Since Rhino's leaving, give them one last big run. No. I That's what I want. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't That's think so either. But like, I would love for them to at least if not become champions get into some matches until rhino's got what three months left get him in some matches put something together. yeah yeah and uh then pete slater he can get a new gimmick after rhino leaves and do something he's got kids to do something I'm going to, my push it will be for the Iconics, mm-hmm. the missing Iconics. Iconics! I- I'll add the missing Riot Squad and mm-hmm. uh, the missing Live Riot. Oi, oi, oi. Oi, oi, oi. Also, I'll, I want to push non-title feuds because we did see a couple things built this week. I would like to see a lot more going on with the mid and undercarders mm-hmm. who are not involved in the title pictures. Just have them have something to do. Yeah. All right. And that brings us to things we're looking forward to. Things we're looking forward I to. I have a lot. Okay. Let's hear it. Money in the bank, I guess. Okay. Live wrestling, I guess. Okay. The season finale of Game of Thrones. Okay. On the same night as Money in the, the Bank. bank. Uh, Exhumed Films Margaritithon. It's a six explosive films from Antonio Margariti at International House on June 1st. Okay. Uh, half an Italian. Too. Yeah. Hitting up the Mahoning Drive in the summer. Did you want to go to Z- Godzilla Fest? Godzilla Fest, Zombie Godzilla Fest, movies. Camp Blood, oh, all right. of them. All of them. Uh, Philly Beer Week starting so soon. Right. First week of June. Uh, Elvis Costello and Blondie at the XPN Fest in July. Oh, exciting. Mm-hmm. And watching these Viceland Wrestling documentary series and recording episodes about them. I'm excited for all those things. Mm-hmm. I'm also excited for the quickly approaching Double or Nothing. Double or Nothing. I thought it went without me having to say ah. Double or Nothing. Well, I figured I'd throw it in there. Yeah. Is that everything that we need to cover this week? All the wrestling so. that... I think that's all the wrestling. Yeah. All right. Well, then, until next week. Socials. Oh, let's throw out our socials. Get to the socials. Do it. Yeah. Instagram and Facebook at Nuclear Podcast. On Twitch, twitch.com slash Nuclear Pod. Twitter at Nuclear Pod at Constable Cast at King Dingling. Follow us for more nonsense. Head over to iTunes or wherever I listen. Leave us some reviews. Reviews really help, and we would definitely appreciate it. Yeah, we got some reviews. Uh, in the past couple of weeks, and, and we are now five star rated on iTunes. Five, star, five, five star, stars, five always. Star. Is that everything? That's everything. All 
right. So drink beer. Watch wrestling. Watch wrestling. Nuclear Heat Podcast. We'll see you next week. Yep.